All right. And we are live. The last word. Lord Cognito, Ebontis. No tie guy Travis tonight. So we're taking it back. A little flashpoint action. How it used to be back in the day. Salute to Trav, man. He's out there doing a thousand reviews, a million things going on. How many games and embargoes. He's the hardest worker man to show this. Salute to my brother, Ty guy Travis. But uh, E, let's start with you, the cheetah, man. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm busy, but I'm not quite as occupied as our guest. If you guys are not watching the video right now, you should definitely tune in to just the early part because uh, our guest has a guest himself but we will get to him here in just a second uh let's just say i've got huskies and that one's fluffier than mine so yes uh for me i can confirm i am currently playing a driving game of the Ooh. microsoft persuasion okay okay uh yep shout out NBA to a, a shout out to a very good friend of mine mm -hmm. uh just put me in the right contact and reached out. And yeah, so I'm working on uh, seeing if I can get a review together. I've got family in town this weekend. So it's like I'm going to be a little swamped. And then I think I also can say I am in the creator program for Lords of the Fallen. Oh, nice. Nice. So, um, nice. Yeah, potentially going to be busy. Also potentially in the creator program for something else, too. Okay. I don't think I have enough time for all of these stacked on top of each other, but we'll try and get done what I can. Um, all I can say is thank you to all you guys, the support, whether you're new, old, if you came from Starfield, there was like thousands of you that found my channel from that, from many years of destiny or the podcast or anything else. Um, yeah, seems that the chip, my wife keeps screaming up to be like, your channel's not small. I'm like, I know I always look <laughs> at other people that are way beyond me though. So I still feel small. So it's just that kind of thing. But, um, yeah, kind of busy in a good way. So can't complain. Cool, cool. Yeah, for me, man, it's just been um a lot of gaming. Um, obviously, I've still finished. I think me and Maddie are gonna do a Starfield kind of thing. So, I, I what part of it he wants to do is like go through every faction thing. So I'm just yep. cleaning up some faction questline stuff. Nice. So I've been doing that, and you'll be proud of me. After being scared for about two, three weeks, it's the longest Destiny drought I've oh. ever had. Oh, yeah. I, I said, all right, let me see if that patch lands. I heard it was safe, and I fired it up. I fired it up. So, uh, yeah, it, it, it felt good to be home. <laughs> it felt good to be home. I didn't have any error codes. I didn't get bumped to orbit. Nothing happened. But I was able to, to rock out with that. And then, um, yeah, other than that, I just want to thank everybody for um, really showing support for our um, Peter Moore episode that we had recently. Obviously, former head of Xbox, Sega, EA, and um, he was at Unity for a while. So we discussed today too. Jeez. Yeah, a lot of stuff going on. But yeah, that's been pretty pretty much it. But enough about us. We've got this amazing returning guest that's been patient listening to us ramble. So e, let's bring him in, man. Indeed. Welcome to the last word, episode number two sixty six. It has been a tough week for the games industry with many losing jobs, but small glimpses of hope for the entertainment industry space are trying to make things a little more bearable as deals to help the workers at many levels are starting to come together. Tonight we are joined by a special guest we haven't caught up with in about three years. Wow. His gaming journey is old school for sure. PC gaming on an Apple II, console gaming at his friend's house because he's the one who had the goods, and getting his own console because Halo, of course. It would be fitting of this man, oh, sorry, it would be fitting this man of action would be into epic campaigns that Bungie has put its protagonist through because his gaming journey found a great centerpiece with Halo and Destiny through the years. And while this man does enjoy gaming, when time fits, of course, even sneaking in some time with his Switch, 
Movies are this man's life, from early filmmaking to production design, and now stunt work with to pair with his martial arts background. You've likely seen him flying across the screen, out a window, off a balcony, or taking a punch to the face. A wise man once said warlocks were the best class. Honestly, tonight I don't have the support host to argue with that, so let's welcome a warlock, warlock for life, IRL guardian, the one, the only, James Newman. How you doing, sir? I'm doing great. I'm fighting off my Samoyed the whole intro. <laughs> you are totally fine. It's hilarious. He's trying, right to be, he's trying to be in the podcast. Hey, a lot we, we like cameos, so you know. <laughs> uh, but it's great. Thank you for the intro. It's it's amazing that it's been three years already oh, no. uh, since the last time we've chatted. And um, so much mm. has happened since then. So much. A little bit. So much. A little bit. We- yeah, we got we got to get into it. So for those who may not be familiar with you, yeah. in the Destiny community first, like before we get into the career stuff, like tell the people, you know, your attraction to Destiny, what kind of things you used to do with Destiny. Because what we've known you for, it's a lot of people in the past, been, but some of the new listeners might not know who you are. Um, so, so like you guys said, IRL Guardian is, uh, translates to in real life Guardian, because um, especially during COVID times when we were all just stuck in front of uh, our own devices in front of us, I um, took the opportunity to uh, try to reenact some of the animations of the movie that a lot of players like are, are known and fond of in the, the Destiny and Destiny 2 games um, and just kind of make videos of them, add the sound effects, add some of the, the visual effects to it, and just make it something that, one, was my own, but two, that fans and players would uh, easily recognize and um, a lot of people were super into it and I was lucky enough to do some movie of the weeks during the, the yeah. well, what is known as the twid now um, <laughs> yeah. and uh, Travis was actually in one of those he wanted to be here but he couldn't uh, Travis was definitely Gary was in one uh, nice. I think Fran was in well Fran was it yeah, yeah 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 the quarantine was was a, a special one for sure yeah. Nice, nice, um, nice. But yeah, that's what I'm known for in the Destiny mm-hmm. community, and I'm I'm super mm-hmm. proud of that stuff and the the people I got to connect with along the way. No doubt, no doubt. You got some more questions for me before we get into the new stuff? Oh, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Like, I know I kind of briefly like went through a little bit of the gaming history, and I know we talked to you before a little bit, but I was just gonna say, outside of the old history, you know, we haven't talked to you in three years. This year alone has a lot of crazy games that have come out. And then I know you mentioned uh, you've been kind of sneaking in time on Switch. So depending on busy doing cool movies, which we'll talk about here very soon. Um, yeah, yeah. Just what big games in the past, you know, few years have really, you know, either had a chance to pull you in or that you've been able to make time for. Uh, that's tough. It's like I've I've slipped in and out of gaming so much recently. I'm going to confess, I haven't touched Destiny in months. Um, uh, I did get Lightfall, and I tried to hop back in, but it didn't grab me. Mm-hmm. I think it's I think it's because I don't have, like, the same group of people that I would, like, run the activities with. So that, that makes a big difference, at least in the way I play. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Uh, Sifu came to Xbox. I really, I really enjoyed that game. Uh, nice. I did Baby S Baby Mode. Um, just to enjoy it. Oh, um, it's a but tough I, one, I was, but yeah, it's it's great. It it's tough. Sorry, this dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you are fine. I understand. You good? You good? Um, 
yeah, it it was tough, but definitely a really rewarding game, and I could see how it got some like game of the year nods. That was like really enjoyable for me to um, just hop into do something different. Oh. Uh, and what else did I play? Love I'm, me some seafood. I'm glad you mentioned that. I'm so yeah. glad. Yeah, that game's I, incredible, actually, man. It's incredible. Like, yeah, the the way they designed the button mapping on like obviously you can change it but like just the default one like it's one of the closest ones that like just with my fingers and thumbs that i felt like i was fighting like i felt like i was slipping dodging parrying like it 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 was the closest that you could do that with your fingers and like see it happen on screen so that was Mm -hmm. like really rewarding especially from a martial artist and like it inspired me in in many ways um but yeah super hard game super rewarding Mm -hmm. love Love that game. Hope there's a follow up uh, yeah. that they do. Yeah, I would love to um, see a second one. Yeah, definitely. I, I want to get some more seafood balls. I'm so glad you mentioned that game. <laughs> but um, no, I'm glad you said it because for me, two things. One, you know, martial arts sensibilities, and I come from the era of sort of older, the run, run, short flicks, the traditional martial arts, you know, and like the way it's, even the way it started, like the old tropes, you know, my teacher, you know, you're you going through the revenge story. But the thing that really, resonated with me is again like you said it just felt like real fighting and some of some of the camera angles like i don't even you talk about when you get to the club and like the club oh, the scene it. one that's the oh. the museum though just blew me away yeah. museum oh my god that oh. was i played through the story like twice probably in like two three nights mm-hmm. uh combined but yeah that that museum level was that it was one. really creative how they how they changed like the way the game played out in front of you and just yeah, yeah going I mean, through the statues and the lighting tricks it was yeah. it was phenomenal. Shout out to Slow Crap. They they really. I'm I'm glad you appreciate. It. I can see you appreciate that one. But yeah. continue. You talk about the other games too. Uh yeah, and I think uh like you mentioned, I kind of like dived into Switch. I really kind of dived into like um like the indie scene that's on Switch. Oh, There's nice. so many games that are on there and um. That's kind of a, a big reason I, I stepped away from Destiny. I felt like I was in, I felt like I had to, and like many players, had to be so faithful and loyal yeah. to Destiny. And then once I broke that, I was like, wait, there's so many other games. <laughs> like, yeah, like, wow, look look at this brave new world in front of me that's outside of like, you know. So true. <laughs> yeah. So true. Everybody. Um, so yeah, I've been playing a lot on um, on my Switch. Any like solid yeah. indies because there's like random stuff I play. Like, there was one I think the start of last year called Nobody Saves the World. I don't know if that made it to Switch, but it's just like the random indies you find that just speaking of indies, by the way, Cocoon came out today. I really want to play that. I don't know if oh, that's I saw on I got Switch. really good reviews, yeah, 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 exactly. And that's from yeah, Limbo like... and Inside, which Cog and I both love. It's one of the creators, oh, of that. Wow. so um, yes. yeah, uh, I played this game recently called Yuppie Psycho. Which is like mm, I remember that I know the developer who made that game. Yeah, it it's, it's like um, it, it's wild. I, I'm only a few minutes in, but like you're you're like this new employee at this office building, and like there's like demons like abducting and like maiming people, and the guy that is like your boss or like claims there's no boss. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, like you shouldn't have gotten in there. We put like a cabinet in front of the door so you couldn't. He's like, but this is happening behind it. He's like. You shouldn't have been the, in. Like we thought, the cabinet was going to stop you from going in there. Don't worry about it. Um, that and uh, Vampire Survivors came to Switch, Ooh. and I. 
that was very satisfying. I didn't think I was going to be into that game. I heard a lot about it and mm -hmm. how kind of like addicting that is. Um, and I didn't know that the guy that made that game designed um, um, video slot machine games. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Before he made that game. So it like kind of makes sense that it's it's like that lottery effect coming at you. Um, mm -hmm. But that was, that was a really satisfying game. Definitely like super fun to pick up and just see, you know, hordes and hordes of guys come at you and you just kind of rip through them um nice but yeah that's that's off the top of the dome of like what i've been yeah. playing recently no good list man good list definitely love the indie scene yeah i know about yeah. your time ago i remember i think we covered that game um maybe three or four years ago i think the developer is another indie and um yeah he's always got some his games are always out there but they were like very unique and yeah, they, they do have an addictive prop property to them, so I do remember that game. But uh, yeah, man, so you've been doing that. Took a little destiny break. Look, you, you yeah. picked the right time. You, you know, it was, it was life fall, <laughs> which wasn't as well received by the masses. You, you know, know my, my feed is still destiny player, so I do pick up on like yeah. what the vibe is of the community. But yeah, yeah. I also just preloaded the um, Phantom Liberty DLC for Cyberpunk. Uh. I'm very tomorrow. excited. Yes, very yes. Excited to hop back in. I'm gonna like start a fresh character. I did find someone made a, which I think is cool. Someone made a build that's supposed to like represent um the major, who's the main character in Ghost in the Shell. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that's kind of cool. Kind of mm. like tune the stats to something like that and like role play a little bit. You yeah. know, um, and then go through the DLC with Adrift. I think it'll be great because I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah, great. We hear great things. You know, the, the 2.0 system, people are saying it's a complete revamp. The game has come such a long way even before the 2.0. I never got that far into it. So it's like for me to start over is not even like asking that much. Yeah. So for me to like, I mean, and that's the thing I've heard is like if you get involved with Phantom Liberty, it can have some different endings and some of the choices and stuff. So I'm like, oh, at some cool. point I got to get through it because I never got yeah. that far in because I was like, I'll just kind of wait for, you know, patches and polish to get into it. Mm -hmm. And then got busy with other stuff. And now we're at like 2.0 Phantom Liberty kind of like they're, yeah. they're mostly done after kind of, you know, fixing up a few odds and ends with this one. But kind of does finally seem like the time of the game, what, three years ago mm -hmm. or however long it's been for us to get the the right version of it, which yeah. for, you know, getting getting it to where it is. No, absolutely. It's also kind of surprising that this is the only DLC they're going to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I guess, and I guess it's been, what is it, two years since it mm -hmm. dropped? And yeah, I don't know. Like maybe, maybe they think like there's still like some legs on it after 2.0 I dropped, and like that's a big thing. But it, it's kind of surprising that they're like, yeah, we did that. Like we're going back to Witcher. Mm -hmm. I don't know, yeah, I'm that they wouldn't do like another DLC or something. I agree. I guess my that's a great point because I agree. I think there's still so much to be told and, and so many things they can do with it. My gut probably tells me because the initial reception was so negative because of the the yeah. issues that maybe that could have changed things but who knows i mean obviously it's been a, a almost like a redemption story right and then it's it, everyone's loving it and then obviously if this is received maybe maybe plan change change later on but i know like you said witchers they said it was coming and stuff like that but i agree i think we i feel like we still need more Sorry, fuck now that we, you know it's back but i, I gotta get it my man it's just elvis in there I got, man, I gotta see that trailer with him yeah it looks so good like i don't yeah, the graphics in that game, I mean, I'm waiting to get like a 40 or 50, 90, whenever those things come out, probably in like 2025. But mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, and that's probably when I'll get to the name game the way I was, as I'm busy as I am anyway. But either way, mm -hmm. the stuff that I see when I just see like the trailer come through in 4K, just 
watching that on YouTube. I'm like, this is gorgeous. And for, uh, there was a split second. I'm like, trailer cinematic, trailer real. Mm -hmm. Okay, it's a trailer. I'm like, damn, that is. Yeah, I know, that's that trailer has the greatest marketing line ever. Someone tweeted about this, where the mm -hmm. the quote at the end is, um, "The game is fixed." Mm. And he's that works on so and many he, levels. Yes. So many levels. <laughs> and the the person tweeted, it, "I wish I had the 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 handle of them," but they tweeted it. It's like whoever came up with that, like had it on the back every oh. raise, like let them have like five week vacation, like oh. whatever. Like yeah. that person deserves it. Like that's so good that like <laughs> yeah, talking about narrative wise and like the game as a whole, like yep. outside oh, yeah. of it, so good. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. I think for me. I was at PAX West and the turnaround for me started. Um, they had no one knew what it was, but they were doing that's when I, I heard about Edge Runners. And it was like this anime that was oh, related yep, yep. to Cyberpunk. And right. And I, I came in again, the game, this is when they started making the patch, but I haven't played the game in such a long time. And I remember watching it, and they, they it was like a preview world probably like two episodes before, you know, released to the public, kind of like screening kind of a deal. And I was like, oh, this is good. And this is going to make me want to get back into the universe because they really did a good job in the you know cyber psychosis and the stuff. And I'm like, yo, then I'm like, damn, I, I really, I really hate Adam Smasher now. Yeah, that's what got me back in, and I, I finished. I I kind of streamlined the main story, and I I finished it. I was like, why? Like, I don't know. I I was like, why did I never finish this game? And Edge Runners Same. dragged I, me back in real quick. I agree. I think that anime really was a catalyst to get people to come back at least check it out and remember why they like this universe and then the game was fixed and now all the way to where we are now so yeah i'm in the same boat i'm gonna dive in that bad boy phantom liberty tomorrow and, and, and this weekend and try to try to get going in it salute yeah yeah i still need to watch that the one that i was surprised got me as good as it did was arcane mm -hmm. um mm. yeah arcane was that that art style that they did in that show is kind of on its own level. It's really, really cool. I mean, Edge Runners, I've heard great things about too, and I just haven't watched it, but Arcane for like the unique anime, but rendered. It's kind of one of those where they're combining a couple different layers and stuff to it. It was, that was one I actually really, because I don't, I don't usually ever watch anime. That's not as much been my thing, but watching that was kind of a, kind of a mix. And I was just like, that's, it's a very well done show. And it's always cool to see like a video game get a budget, good writers and stuff like that. Same with like Edge Runners. And then and it's just like, it's rare we get good stuff. I actually saw the Gran Turismo movie not that long ago. I will mm -hmm. tell you, I know good. the marketing in Burberry is going to be like, oh, there was like 2000 trailers for Gran Turismo movie because there were a lot of them. It's a better mm -hmm. movie than a lot of people probably give it credit for. It's actually a pretty good movie. I enjoy it. I really like racing like cars. I could sit there. There's one point in that movie they pull up in a car. I'm like... I know exactly what car that is. That should not be in this movie. And I really don't care because I'm looking at the car right now. It's like one of those where I'm like, that is just an amazing car. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not going to spoil it until you see it, but it's like, um, it is cool when video games get the right budget and right writers. And we'll get to why those are so important here yeah. in just a little bit. Not that literally intentional, but it is like, it's one of those things where when it's like, because it's, it's tough sometimes when you go through and you play a game or you play or you watch a, something and you're like, there's a lot of potential here, but like the words that you're saying, and it's like somebody could give their life to a performance and the words could suck and you could have like good words and a bad actor still kind of, it's this weird balance of things, but it's like, as you get into things a little bit more and what last of us TV show, that's another mm. one, man, that did extremely well. I mean, yeah, that third Great episode show. alone was just a movie yeah. in itself. Like, 
Um, those type of moments yeah. remind you, it's like video games can be done well, but we have so much of a history of video games being done so poorly for so long. Everybody's so questionable on if they want to even touch the topic. So it's nice that we've actually got a few in the past few years that have been good. But I was like, I will apologize to a lot of the podcast tonight because I'm going to talk to our guest a lot about movies and stuff. Yeah. Um, just because I'm a huge movie buff. And I have a wall of DVDs upstairs. I finally took one of my Ooh. walls down and put it in like a DVD case just to save space. But I've been watching movies for. Yeah, it's like I've been watching movies for as long as I can remember. I just I worked in a movie theater and had free movies and everything. So I've been. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. For yeah. too long, I've been I never got into the industry like you, but I've watched from afar, which is always fun. Um. I guess I kind of want to hit the first topic. Like we may as well just hit it square on the nose. Oh, let's get right um, into it. Movies are kind of in the news for yeah. obvious, obvious reasons. And yes. uh, it does seem like there is a little bit of, uh, you know, something being worked on for at least the writer side of things. It does seem like the screen actors are still in negotiations. And now there's part of like video games that are, I guess, approved to strike if they want to, but that actually hasn't been done yet. So I kind of wanted to get your take just from what you've seen, whether it's people you know in the industry, what's been going on, um, this is not going to be your usual last word, but I do rarely get a chance to talk to somebody this close to it. So I got to ask. Um, and yeah, we'll take some chat questions maybe too, like favorite directors. We'll get to those. But um, hey. just for the whole strike and everything going on, like from your side, what have you seen? What's it been like? Where are we at? Good, bad? Um How's how's yeah. how you doing? <laughs> how you holding up, man? It's uh, it's been long. I, uh, I will um, let people in. I am a Screen Actors Guild member. Um, mm. That's how I'm able to do stunts uh, on shows and movies and video games as well. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's unrelated to you know the podcast, it does affect video games and like you know all those shows that you mentioned that, you know, mm-hmm. people love that, whether they are adaptions of video games or not, um, you know, HBO just came out and said they're, they're streamlining the last of us season two, because now that they have the writers back and then to go on that. So the writers, uh, went on strike and it was 146 days in the last five days. Uh, they were at a negotiation table, um, in their own headquarters with, the the collective group of major Hollywood studios, which is known as the AMPTP. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to spell out that. <laughs> I just, we'll just say all the, the heads of the big studios. Pretty well. Yeah. Shit. And then some of the, the CEOs like Bob Iger and Tom, yep. Sir, Tim Sarandis from Netflix. Yep. Um, um, so yeah, so they hammered out a deal. And as of now it's a, um, they call it a tentative deal because it has to be, what they call ratified and codified and um basically lawyers come in make sure like mm-hmm. the the i's are dotted and the t's yep. are crossed and verbiage yeah verbiage mm-hmm. and all that and then it goes to the all the members of the wga to vote on it um i think the last thing they did release was the actual like uh bullet points of like this is what we're getting and they got a lot and i it, it's a good deal as far as i could see in my so i'm gonna experience. ask you yeah yeah it's a good deal they got a lot they and it's what they definitely deserve um it's it, the strike was not for nothing um mm-hmm. and i think in my opinion the studios have the money it's just mm-hmm. like they just want the control so they're gonna yeah. they're gonna you know go cold us for as long as possible and 
it's a it's a war of attrition really it's like yeah. who's gonna give up first so they didn't realize that we were gonna and i say we but we were standing in solidarity so that's why i say we but the writers you know stood for so long in solidarity and they got what they want i think that's mm-hmm. great now uh the screen actor guild uh mm-hmm. we also went on strike as of june 4th or 5th um mm-hmm. And we stood with the writers and the picket lines and all that. And we're asking for a lot of similar things. AI is the thing. Residuals on streaming is a big right. thing. Yep. Um, and I, they released a, a formal joint statement then with the AMPTP uh, that Monday they are going to enter negotiations with mm-hmm. the studios. Mm-hmm. Um, not sure of the location, but I think they're going to have them come to them. Um, because the AMP TV office, like headquarters, I hear is like an atrocious place to like try to have negotiations. Like, like so many complaints were were about that office and about how like poorly set up it was. So, um, so yeah, that's that's good news. Hopefully, um, next week they they kind of do the same thing they did with the writers and they kind of hammer out like day by day, like we're gonna get a deal done um, because the clock's ticking. There's yeah. movies to be promoted. They can't do it without actors. That's why Scorsese has all these clips up because he has to promote Killers of the Flower Moon himself. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And the studios have an agenda and they mm. have fall fall and New Year uh, TV show lineups that they can't yeah. get done without writers. So it's like yeah. the work needs to get done one way or, or another, you know? So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just think, and it's it feels like it's a really big labor labor movement overall. Like VFX workers from um, Marvel yeah. have unionized, even oh, like yeah. the actors over in like South Korea who you know have been involved in like uh, Squid Games and like a lot of Korean properties yeah. that come to Netflix don't really have like a union backing, so like they're kind of like striking or like asking right. for more. Um, and then going to video games, so we did yeah. as. Um, the Actors Guild, we did mm-hmm. authorize almost unanimously. It was like mm-hmm. 98% of us voted yes for a strike. And that's yeah. really, it's not that we're going to strike. It's like we're prepared to strike if um, the offer from those large companies in the video game um, mm-hmm. industry, like Activision, Take Two, there's right. a few others on that list, um, mm-hmm. um, present a deal that's not satisfactory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I want to jump in for a second because, um, especially with video games, you know, a, a conversation that's come up has been about AI a lot and, 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 and the implementation yeah. on that. And I just wanted to know, like, what, what do you, what's your standpoint? Like, and also some of the reasons why this fight is so important to you personally. What are the things that really resonate for you to kind of say, hey, you know, we need to fight for this and, and hold the line, so to speak? You know, because otherwise, you know, what's that expression? You know, you, you fall for everything kind of <laughs> like you, you kind of got to like fight and, and kind of dig in. So I'm just I'm curious for you personally and the AI I think I was just curious, you know, where you're at with that. Because I, I I used to draw mm-hmm. like I'm an artist, I'm a filmmaker, like mm-hmm. I, I am an artist. Right. So it's like. You know, people post things like I did this and like. I know it just kind of takes like the hard work out of like art and not that art needs to be hard work, but it takes like, it takes the human out of it. And that's like, if, if you've, 
I know it's like it's almost like that age old thing. Like if you like do like your your housework like with your own hands, like there's like a satisfaction you won't ever get if you just paid someone to do it. Like it's like kind of like the same thing with that. So like I feel like we'll be like our feet will like kind of like lift off the ground. Like the more we like have like computers do shit for us. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't know, like you kind of like lose the human part okay. of yourself and like for mm-hmm. the human part of art. And I don't know. I think there's something really beautiful about how art is just something we can make. Yes. Like a computer. It, it, and that's the other thing, like a computer. And I'm glad that the writers um, got what they got with, the AI clause and yeah, all that. Um, it's huge. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think another big thing was that anything AI makes can't be copywritten, which mm. kind of, kind of made like all the studios be like, Oh shit. Okay. We can't like own mm. this. Yep. Um, and I forgot where I was going, but um, yeah, man, I mean, I'm sure some things can be made like, I haven't seen Secret Invasion, but like the whole intro to that was like AI made, and like oh, wow. I guess like an in, an intro, an intro is an intro. Like uh, I'm not gonna be like, no, fuck that show. I won't watch it. But it's like, <laughs> sorry if I'm cursing too much. Um, no, you good? <laughs> we're half. We're uh, in a half hour, and I think you're. We're in a halfway. We we we're, we're past the demonetization yeah. phase. We good. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not um, the few was explicit, but yeah, you're past yeah. the first half hour. You're good. Oh, uh, it's the New York in me. Uh, it's like, <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's like for me, I understand people put like blood, sweat, and tears into like video intros, but I guess me personally, that's something that I I won't exactly, I won't bo- boycott that. But if it's like if you're gonna like AI someone's face because mm-hmm. like they're yeah. they're dead or they're they didn't agree to the project, like then like it's I don't know, there's there's boundaries, I think, when something like that happens. I don't know, it's mm-hmm. it's a it's a slippery slope. I I think it's fun to like type in something and like whether it's chat GPT or like you just make something and it like pops out like wow that was so easy. It's like cool instant gratification. It's like it's definitely like you know mm-hmm. that vibe, but then it's but also like when well, you read th- through it, man. <laughs> Yeah, some yeah, of it, like, like, it's, it's, it, it can't it it can't do that, right? And yeah. the biggest thing with writers and what I've seen uh, with people uh, post, it's like you know, a robot never had like a tumultuous you know childhood. They right. never had. They never got their heart broken. They never you know lost everything that was meant to them. And that like those experiences like feed. Um sorry, my dogs um, feed storytelling and experience yeah. and like emotion, right? Like mm-hmm. a computer kit can only pull from the internet, like what it thinks emotion is. And it doesn't really think it just, it's going based on like word match and like things mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. yeah, I also heard, I listened to a few podcasts, probably too many, but I heard one thing and it was talking about the idea that a while years ago, somewhere in cinema, like the hero story, like the the setup of the hero story, the act structure of it became like so just synonymous with a lot of movies with a protagonist goes through this thing and you got to have this like incident where something goes wrong. And you got like like there's a very formulaic way that movies are done. And when it comes to writing and scripts, as you said, like the experiences that someone could have 
there there's no computer that's going to go experience that so they can't turn around and make something based off a new experience for one it's only the experiences that they can pull from so it's going to be the same stuff and it's all going to kind of funnel into some of the same things over and over and over in that point so you're not going to get a lot of like original ideas i mean it can go read a book and take some idea but it's not gonna you know pull an opera oppenheimer out of its butt out of nowhere because that alone's like no. editing because man oppenheimer was it was a journey Wait, i haven't seen it don't say it no again. no i was just gonna say it was a journey in that in imax because it is not a movie you picture in imax but it was definitely a journey to watch um but you're not gonna get a movie like that from something making it up now some people could say it's like you know 250 years in the future when you got the matrix and i'm like that is not where we're at right now <laughs> but also on the other side um just some of the but also if the matrix was our reality like as cool as it could be like that's my all-time favorite movie like oh, classic. Can't go wrong. Well, classic. Matrix <laughs> it's, one. it's matrix one it's yeah. like think about that life that like tom anderson lives like he's a he's a skin body in a yeah, exactly. gooey tube like cool yeah 250 years later i'll see you there yeah, we'll it's not the batteries. curse words that are gonna get us demonetized by the way it's the skin body in a gooey tube that's what's gonna get us demonetized. <laughs> you good you good someone clipped it out and just yeah. put it be like what were they talking about here i do not know and we're not gonna ask <laughs> no i mean yeah Matrix someone is... walked in and yeah, just walked out someone here like, yeah, they, they just tuned um, in for the live show and be like oh, that's weird what are you guys talking about Mm-hmm. Uh, another thing you mentioned, I, like not to like completely separate, but if I don't bring it up, I no, forget. Um, I've been rewatching Suits. I watched it a while ago, um, and that is a very specific one that came up about this because the writers for Suits made like just next to nothing from like, yep. and it was one of the number one shows watched on Netflix for hours. Yeah, I mean, there's nine seasons of it, and the writers of that get next to nothing so that's the other side when it comes to syndication because it's a very very old model and now streaming services everybody's got one like every company has a platform but we all have like you know seven different streaming services that we're subscribed to but we're paying all this money whether they can make quality products or not that's up to who they choose to you know make them but also it's like all the other stuff that's on there that now they don't have to pay for because it's not going on air or broadcasted or on like a basic like HBO is going to buy the rights to this for a year and they're going to have it on their platform. It's like, that's one thing, but it's like, now it's just on our streaming service. And we're like, yep, that's nice for us and not for anybody else. And that was one of the things when I heard the Netflix one, it's like, it was the most watched in however many hours. And they, all the writers together, I think made and that couple, means nothing. a couple hundred bucks. And it was just like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It means nothing. That part with the writers, I think, was one of the biggest. Like AI was one because you got the Chat GPT like blowing up everywhere, but the just the change in how, I mean, life works. Things just go straight to streaming now. You don't even have a movie theater release. You don't even have a TV release or anything of those places to have your syndication. I know there was the. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, sorry, sorry, and and like you said, like you know, HBO acquires rights. Like all these streaming platforms are only trying to get subscriber bases right like netflix is gonna if you if you really know that like me and my wife have every platform like peacock paramount like even like the the lower tier ones like have them all you know we pay for the no ads on the hulu one and like you know i'm sure some people are out there but like why don't you unsubscribe because you're on strike for 
for that to affect the studios, everyone would have literally everyone in the country would have to unsubscribe on the same day and they would not feel the effects for months. Like it, it's just not going to yeah. happen. And, it, and it's, it's just, it's not in the cards to happen. Like people, people want their entertainment. They want to watch things past the time, whatever, but mm-hmm. going back to what you just said. So all these companies are just vying for our attention. Right. If you kind of notice like HBO, like what, what like a uh, vibe like would be on HBO. Like you get the, you know, game of Thrones or like euphoria, um, last of us, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, Chat GPT could never make the last of us, by the way. Um, no. And no. and then Netflix, like you have more like the reality shows and it there's a lot more team drama on Netflix, and then it Netflix tries to garner a lot of like um uh anime properties as well. Yes. And then Hulu uh, is kind of like the similar thing, but it's like a mix between like some of the Disney properties and obviously Disney Plus has like everything under the mouse and Marvel and yep. Star Wars. Um, the mouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh so they're all vying for attention. They're all making more stuff because they're like, we're gonna come out with this show, like we got Ahsoka, like you love that character from this show, like and it's we're gonna have Hayden Christensen in it or something, or like Vader, you know, they're they're trying to get people to their platform. And like you said, like they with suits it was brought the older show, but you know, Netflix acquired the rights and then they have it on their platform and they're like millions of people watch it. Number one show, mm-hmm. all that, like those ratings, like heart of stone with Gal Gadot, not a great movie, but it was like number one for like, yeah. you know, a yeah. week or so. And it's like, because it's a new thing and people think like, okay, I'm going to watch it. But, uh, back to the point about suits, it's like, there's not, there's nothing that's giving return to the creators. Mm-hmm. And I think Amazon Prime actually just they just announced that they're gonna add ads, um yep, yeah. commercial breaks between their stuff because wow. or you get a free new, charge for no ads or something. Yeah, you pay you pay more to get rid of it. Uh and you'll probably see that more on streaming mm-hmm. um platforms where they're gonna add ads because with the new writers uh guild contract they're gonna get some um, backend stuff for um, residuals, right? Yeah. Uh, which they deserve. Um, and you're you're probably going to see more like ads. Like streaming platforms will probably kind of slide back toward cable, but mm-hmm. you're they'll just be like much bigger. They'll be like on demand channels in a way. Yeah, that's kind of what I like. You're kind of taking me into something I was going to ask you because you, I mean. I've been watching movies all my life and TV and stuff like that. And you've probably been doing it even more hardcore. It sounds like being a filmmaker. Um, Yeah. Coming from like, I, you know, we cut the cord a while ago and all that type of stuff. And now we're getting into an era of there is, it's not always the best, but there is so much of it out there because as you said, now you have Netflix, Hulu, Amazon prime Peacock, which I still hate the name of uh, change your marketing. (laughs) And then uh, Paramount plus, and then I'm, Feel like there's probably one I'm forgetting and then you can go down like Crunchyroll and everything else like all of those places on top of networks because you still have like your NCISs and your other stuff that end up on these things anyway depending on who buys them but yeah, all like of these Peacock other... or whatever yeah or AM- AMC plus AMC's like, got AMC plus has AMC's one that's got right one. Yep. yeah see I told you yeah, I didn't P- think of them all 
You just uh, add a gra- grammatical sign at the end, and you got a streaming platform. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> a plus or the actual word plus. Uh, Apple TV. That's another. Actually, that's a really good one. Quality wise, they've had some really good stuff. That's the but, one I don't have actually. There is some damn good stuff on there. I will tell you that. Um, As I've seen, Severance is very weird, but worth a watch for the mind just trip. Ted Lasso. I would tell everyone in the world to watch that show. I literally cannot recommend it enough. Like that is one you just please experience that show. Um, and there was one other one that I watched. Oh, shrinking. That is a damn good show. Oh, that's a Harrison Ford one, right? Harrison and, uh, Ford, Jason, Jason Siegel. Uh, Siegel. Oh, Siegel. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, that is a show again, writers wise. So well-written. Hmm. And so that's like one of the, I mean, Ted Lasso, fantastic, like everybody. But I was like shrinking when I watched that. I was just like, that's like, it's well, well written. And that was another one of those. But you have like, before it was cable. And then things went to, from main broadcast to cable. So then you'd see like the reruns of the main shows that were here. Now you've got main shows that are running. You've got seven platforms with things that are exclusive there. So I was going to ask you. Do you, where do you feel we are in the era of television? Is it the golden era where you have so much to pick from? Is it all kind of junky because it's like not all the best? Or is there so much good stuff out there that there's almost too much that not everybody can experience it? Where do you think we're at in the world of just like, I'm even on TV, movies is a different story. But just even in the world of TV right now, where do you think we are for just like, where where's this era? I think... That's a good question. I feel like it's like similar to the gaming year, like 2023 yeah. for games. Not has a bad been, way to describe it. <laughs> it has been huge, right? There's there's banger yeah. after banger after like yep. month after month. And it's like it, it, in a couple of weeks, we have game of the year caliber games going to hit, yeah. you know, players' hands. Like Alan Wake, I, I don't yep. need to name them. People know. Yeah. And no. we just oh, I mean, you, got. Yeah, you can go through them. <laughs> i'll I'll save it we all know we've just got like it gotten through like starfield and like what else just dropped um i can't name but it's similar like we we've gotten fantastic movies like i haven't seen barbie yet i haven't seen oppenheimer but those movies out of no out of not nowhere but like people could expect like some success out of those but those are like now like movies of the year like i saw the super mario movie um when it came out earlier this year, nice. awesome movie. So happy that it was like that enjoyable. But you know, again, there's there's movie after movie coming out. We had uh, an installment in the Mission Impossible series. We had an Did installment. Did you see that the... by the way? Yeah, yeah. I thought uh, I thought it was good. Uh, I, enjoyed, good I mean, as, I was like, I not didn't as good think... as Fallout. Yes. Yeah, um, I'm waiting for part two, but I was like, I I still enjoy. It. I I could talk to you about probably him for a little while, just in the world of stunts, but. We'll see oh, if we have time. time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll get to that a little bit if we have time. But anyway, continue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I feel like we're in a similar age. Like, great, great year for movies. Great year for games. Um, there's some great shows that come out. Uh, mm-hmm. I feel like there's definitely momentum. Like, obviously, the strike didn't really help a lot of productions. Um, right. Customers probably won't feel that. Um, until like 2024 yep. yeah. there'll be like some sort of lull they'll see some things come back or like replay and like things like Good that point. because point. they gotta make up that gap um, but yeah I feel like as far as like shows and like things on streaming platforms like we're I feel like we're still like just scratching the potential really like just give new people voices and 
better things will come out of it. Like Edge Runners, like we who would have thought we needed an anime from Cyberpunk? Thanks. Agreed. <laughs> you know, and then it's just inevitable that we do something with Destiny, right? Like that's oh, yeah. that's gotta make it some way to like a small screen, a big screen, like something yeah. needs to come of that and yeah, you know, it is just potential out of it. And like you mentioned at the top of the show, Gran Turismo, like surprisingly like a good movie. I heard the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's mm-hmm. um, I forgot the director, but uh, Neil Blokamp, if I remember right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. District Nine guy. Yep. Um, yeah. And yeah, Happy and Elysium and all that stuff. Happy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. You know, it's a great time for like properties made on. Uh, video games it's a great time for movies and it's a great time for games you can't complain either way yeah yeah, absolutely absolutely i think um especially what you said in reference to destiny and the um you know obviously the the universe seems fit for some type of television you know movie or at least anime adaptation or what have you and i thought it was interesting that when you know they started announcing that luke smith and mark noseworthy are now going to be like surveyors of the destiny universe so to me that kind of signaled oh they're going into media they want to take this somewhere kind of thing so as a I person took it the same exact way yeah okay he's, you thought this yeah because it almost felt like yeah, like you're, you're kevin feige now of the destiny yeah. cinematic universe and you want to see what media they can take so um if you had you know because you've, you've done things in the destiny universe you this is what you've been known for you yeah. you're one of the ogs before these thoughts <laughs> were, were put out there so like if it was up to you like what medium do you think fits destiny best would you want the live action like halo would you want the anime side you know edge runners kind of thing like what do you think might be the best way to get this universe and then i got a follow-up question like, i'm gonna like, let him go how, I, I know what I'm yeah how, how, and, then, and then also whatever the medium yeah. how do you approach it if it was okay. up to you i'm so ready okay let's go uh, uh, we've already seen it done live action not by mm-hmm. me by them themselves the first trailer yep. you know yes. had had john carlo esposito like say a, a bedtime story and like it was about like the guardians we've already mm-hmm. seen it done live action we just need to keep doing that but mm-hmm. do it in a story focused way okay. like it's obviously that was for marketing material and like there's some tongue-in-cheek that kind of uh happened with destiny 2 where you know the guy fucking turns his gun puppies going from d1 to d2 right, i would love right. to see more the the vibe of d1 yeah felt like a western like star wars new hope vibe i thought mm. that was in my opinion dope i think that's mm. why a lot of people kind of entered the world and then they they Bungie realized they needed well Activision at the time with D2 uh yes. start needed they needed more people so they they lightened the the mood they 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 like you know jokeified it a little bit. Yes. Uh, yes. I I'm just throwing words out but like mm-hmm. you guys understand mm-hmm. they needed to like bring in more players, right? Absolutely. Um so I think it, my personal take to bring it back to the D1 vibe. Okay. You make a live action on that. You make mm-hmm. a live action TV show. But you make a live Ooh. action TV show that doesn't revolve around the characters we know. Right. Like you can, okay. You can I reference you them. Yes. I feel like you reference them because that'll be people that like, if you know, you know, type of thing. Yes. Yes. But like, just give it new. So then like, no one's be like, Oh, like I is not right. Like, why didn't they get her actress or like, Oh, like, <laughs> I got that's you. What I they got, got you. for the, the speaker or who's the guy with the mask, right? The speaker. Yeah. 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 Yeah
And then at the same time or further down the line, I would do something like Star Wars Visions where you have a bunch Mm. of people come in and it's anthology and you have the universe Mm -hmm. and you just do little stories with different Mm -hmm. like art styles, different characters. Like maybe it's just someone that like, you know, revived a guardian. The guardian was like Mm -hmm. uh, possessed by like a a hive mind or whatever, you know, it's like just a little interaction like there and like, you know, that person comes back and then there's an altercation, even like maybe some like trickery or like maybe that person's like still like has some like lasting effect from like the witch queen. And it's like some like mm. cool, like mind bendy, like interesting okay. like, conversation. Mm. And, and that's just like totally spitballing off the top of the mind. I feel um, you, I feel you. Okay. But I feel like, you know, there, there's a lot to do there and mm. you can like keep bringing in like new voices and new visions that could be like, Hey, I want a, a story that's like, maybe there is like an episode of like, you know, SRL or like maybe there is something where it's like <laughs> the fashion of destiny. There's so much that you can bring. That's not even in the lore of, you know, what's in the game, but like, even like what us as players have experienced that you can like kind of make into like a narrative piece. Mm. Um, yeah. I feel like it's super fun that yeah. it's something that holds so much potential. What were you going to say? I'm uh, super curious. You kind of covered a lot of them actually. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, well, it's like, uh, what did I see? It's like The Creator. I think that's what would come out this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, it looks fantastic. The guy who did Rogue One. But also, like, yep. it was a Aaron smaller... Edwards. Thank you. Um, smaller-ish budget, relatively, like, $130 million instead of, like, 300 or something like that for... I think it was $80 million, actually. Eight, okay, even better. Like, so, depending on... But also, you got to make sure the VSF, VFX people are paid because these movies type, like that don't happen without them. So to make sure some of that right. stuff works. And again, you've got stuff like Unreal Engine and Nana and Lumen and like technologies are helping some of the stuff be a bit more possible. The live action does seem possible. Man, they can't like short it, though. Yeah. So, and that's like a hard part for Destiny. And, and that's kind of what I wanted to ask both of you. Part of mm-hmm. me wants to see like, I do feel narrative you nailed. It needs to be narrative focused. It can't be somebody mentioned like Doom. I'm like, please don't. No, no, not the Doom movie. Uh, not first person. Uh, there's the one it, first person movie that was like kind of cool. I forget what it was like. Hair, oh, hardcore Henry. Thank you. Um, it doesn't need to be that. You don't need. No, no, no. And to to side tangent and going back mm-hmm. to what you said before, like Last of Us knocked it out of the park for adaptation. The the part that people miss with adaptations is they try to adapt the gameplay. They don't try yep. to adapt the story. You right. can't adapt the gameplay. You can't like how do you like unless it's Mortal Kombat, you can obviously <laughs> adapt the gameplay because it's just yeah. fighting. Yeah. But like what are you gonna do? Like put a put a camera like over a gun and like that's that's yeah, yeah no. that's what you're gonna watch. Like I'm not it's different with a controller in my hand or like keyboard and mouse. But like mm-hmm. yeah, uh, yeah, you can continue. Um, Sorry, that was my. No, yeah, no, like I mean, Mandalorian. There's been so much good TV. Like that's the crazy. By the way, please just give Star Wars to Dave Filoni. The dude at least like loves it, respects it, knows what he's doing. Seems like yeah. everything he touches is great. So just do that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like so we said, visions would be a cool way to tell side stories. I would like to see like I mean, Arcane's budget. It's got to be hard as hell to make that show because the art's really cool. I would love to see because that way you could have some of the effects, but you're already in there. Because, I mean, you're dealing with, like, powers and, like, you know, see, what am I trying to think of? Strand, like, throwing knives and invisible grapple hooks and stuff like that. And there's a point where, like, live action, I'm like, that's a lot of work. So somewhere, as you said, kind of the visions, the animated side would be good. But however they do it, it is all about the story they tell. 
And I think that's going to be the hard part. But I wonder for you guys, like, Destiny is a cool universe because we've lived it for a damn decade now. But there's so many people who don't care, haven't touched it in a while, or don't know what it is. So what story, at least for what we know, I mean, I like what you said, just going outside of it Mm -hmm. to something. But is there any story that we've experienced? Because, I mean, we had, like, Chosen and Crow and Mm. so many different, like, moments where you could pull on some emotions in the right way. What do you think you could literally put that would appeal to the big audience? Like whether it's an HBO or a movie theater, like what is the thing when they promote that this is the destiny thing, people are like, what the hell is this? What mm. story do you think is actually going to make people watch? Because like, I'll watch it all, I think, but, but I think that's tough. I don't know what I, the topic is, I guess. It's mm. whatever happens before destiny one. Mm. Okay. It, it's why, it's why the wall is there. It's why the traveler is like above the last city. Okay. It's why it, like it's the war why on there six is, or I think whatever that's called. Yeah, it's why there is only one last city. It's like mm-hmm. because that's that there is a story. One, you already have the destiny audience in because then they'll mm-hmm. visually see it play out and like see how see how all the all the pieces move toward what we yes. know. It's almost like um, House of Dragon, right? Like yes. we know how okay. it ends. Yes, but like we don't know how it gets. I there. like that. That's, I agree. That's the hook. And then you just mark. They would just market it in a way that's like you know sci-fi epic or like you know mm-hmm. cast of characters like i think it could be very similar to game of thrones honestly mm-hmm. um where there is like a big cast of people that come from like different mm-hmm. houses and things like that um but maybe not like the maybe not as much politics um yeah but yeah i don't know like if you just like if it's put in front of someone like that and it's intriguing and it has like actors mm-hmm. that you know, people love that they want to, you know, see in something new, then like, you know, why wouldn't they watch it? And then they'd be like, wait, this is based on a video game. What's that video right. game? And then you right. know, they'd go into it like that. No, I, I love it. I love it. I definitely think, you know, pre D one, you know, this way you, you, you have an association. You don't have this attachment specifically. You're not like married specifically. Like this person has to be in it. And that person has to be in it from the main game, but you kind of establish a new character, you know, who's a guardian or what have you. Um, yeah, I, th- I think that's dope. I think that because I, I do think you got to do the history before and all that stuff before the travel gets there. But I do feel you have to kind of not speed run, but you got to get to the part where the guardian gets his ability, right? And and, and I don't I don't want it to drag super long because I'm I guess I'm worried how much people would retain interest without the power of you having your ghost and you being resurrected or whatever happens. So I'm that- curious, yeah, how they would do that. Not to like jump in, but somebody in chat mm-hmm. said it earlier. Attention span is kind of where I'm thinking about all of this right, right now. Right. Like, but I was like, that's you take a show like Seinfeld, Friends, mm-hmm. they lasted for a decade, nine seasons, yeah. things like that. But I was like, if you watch the first season, like they took a little bit to get running. A lot of things don't get that shot now. It has to like be a banger the out of the gate. Right. Yeah, hit yeah. straight out of the gate. And it's like, there's no character. De- Even Game of Thrones, that like first season, I mean, there was character development, but there wasn't as much action then. I mean, there was a whole right. lot of, yeah. one of my friends called it titties and dragons for the entertainment value of what the first season was. And then it got to be a little less of that. <laughs> yeah. So there was that's a lot of HBO. that in there. So some people are going to do that. Yeah, that's the HBO yeah. audience. But um, mm-hmm. your dog's face cracks me. I'm just like, I love the face. And I'll just, hi. Yeah. He wants something. Yeah. Hilarious. I love um, it. But that is, 
Yeah, Seinfeld wasn't popular in the first season. And that's kind of the thing that, like, I understand where you're going, Cog, to where when you say you don't want to drag it out. But I'm also like, if you rush this thing, you don't get attached to the characters. Like, the amount of time we spent with Joel and Ellie. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what made The Last of Us start to work is because you got those little intimate moments. Right. You got those little... No, like, I get that. Things, and that, but it's also like, and that's what worries me about trying to do that with this universe is, mm -hmm. I again, sci-fi is not for everybody, but just right. like a character drama. So it's like, it really is going to be the way how they foretell it. I mean, if you have like the Battle of Six Fronts or something, it all comes together and yeah. how the wall no, gets there. And it can be done by the right group of people, but you're going to have to have people kind of similar to the way Last of Us was done who are just so, so passionate about Destiny that they can mm -hmm. find a way to tell it because... Yeah. And also a, a studio or a network or something that's willing to commit. I mean, yeah, you've got right. Sony's backing now, but it's like commit for a couple of seasons because it needs time to breathe. It really does. I don't know yeah, if this is something you could force. I, I, I 100%. It has to be like a, you know, television kind of series, Netflix or whatever. You know, it definitely has to build. I, I guess my pushback would be that with Joel and Ellie, these are established characters that we know and love that have a backstory. These we personalize these two. They have names, right? With Destiny, if we're going New Guardian, right? There's not a con I'm thinking about but the I mean, new we, person to the universe who doesn't know anything about Destiny. Right. right? I but I mean there's a lot of people right. who watch Last of Us who hadn't touched the game either. I understand, but so. these are two this is a powerful story that was actually they're mimicking what was an adaptation. What I see happened what you're in saying. Like that, that was already no a good adaptation. story. Yeah. It was already an amazing story. Yeah. So you you've got the blueprint. If we're doing something new with Destiny and there's no point of reference, there's no character that we're yeah. using, which I'm cool with, which I'm cool with telling a new guardian story. Not that you gotta rush everything about it, but for a person who knows nothing about Destiny, I do think. The part, one of the coolest things about the universe is the resurrection, right? One of the coolest things is you've been chosen by the traveler and now you are reformed. You don't know what your past history is. So you can show someone, you know, what their life was prior to, you know, death or whatever. And yeah, then I maybe. Got a Lord question. Let's go. Wait. Let's go. So the Battle of Six Fronts, sorry, mm -hmm. I don't, I, I don't oh, know a lot. I, you're going to probably scratch something I don't know either, but go for it. <laughs> He's like, bring it on. So what you're saying, so I think it's great. I think if I knew nothing about Destiny mm -hmm. and the first episode of a show that was called Destiny mm -hmm. was about, you know, People in a city, we got to know maybe one or two of them, and they were just going about their day-to-day, -day, and a giant ball forced its way through the atmosphere and just go. lived above the city, and I'm that's there. how you started the show? I was like, I'd be in. I'd be I'm like, there. I need to know what's up there, and then I'm that's there. the carrot on the, on the string, which is yep. still the carrot on the string for yep. us 10 years later in the game, yep. where it's like, what is that? Why is it here? But then you introduce... Getting e in here, you introduce like reviving and the yes. light, and then it's there. like, oh, oh, we got abilities yeah. now. This is like sci-fi western, like fantasy mm -hmm. shit. I'm in. Like, yes. wait, we're we're other baddies from around the universe. Like, want this thing too? And there's like yes. war and like fights breaking out. Like, I'm in. But I still think, I think it's it's getting into hard territory if you try to adapt characters that we know so much to the live screen. I think the last of us knocked it out of the park because 
they they just went about it so so well i think it can be done for destiny but it's mm-hmm. the, you're always going to have that comparison right like people tore bella apart when she was first casted as oh ellie like they're they're like she can't do it she's Ooh. too this she's too she that it and it's too. horrible yeah she killed it she's like watch this everyone yep. and then same thing with um pedro pascal oh yeah knocked it out of the park oh yeah you know like and, and that was something that like people believed in they do they were going to understand the characters and i think that that show particular like it was definitely made to be like a different property like ever everyone who played last of us was like wow this, i'm playing a movie yeah like when yeah. you play destiny exactly. it's like i'm not playing a movie like i'm still playing a game like there's still like game gimmicks and whatnot mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um but i'm with you i i, I understand like the you need the hook that yeah. is the yeah. kind of the same hook that the game has you so like some, I uh, I need yeah. I I need to to either revive well maybe yeah. maybe maybe there's rules about I was like, going to say rev- hold on for the revival somebody in chat was like um where'd it go or however it's like the end of the first season yeah. Like whatever you oh, know, the, you die, you die and then Ooh. the ghost comes floating around and resurrects you and that's the cut of the first season that's cool mm. that could that's work cool. I was and, like, and that's like, the other thing too is like, like to know what a guardian is that's like or or maybe first episode either however you do that it's like yes. that's Gotta like a cliffhanger there. i like the traveler too yeah. either way i could go but you kind of need to yes. do both at i some agree point. but that's that's the that's also like the thing that you know these people that make much more money than all three of us combined like make decisions about like you know are we going to do this are we going to do that but it's like there's a there's a balance when you when you dap something like that where it's like all right like you know these guardians can't be popping their supers like every you know two minutes because they max out their uh their stats like uh-huh. I'm gonna be so numb by seeing like you know supers every second like that's got to be a moment that yes. you experience yeah, that's absolutely. earned like even absolutely. even just getting like you know uh, forget the super like even just like a power before that I feel yeah. like would need to still be earned like you can't just be throwing nades like oh, every second yeah, yeah, yeah. or like whatever that is you know like or yeah. hammers whatever mm-hmm. but um yeah i don't know like there there's definitely like a lot there that like would have to be like dialed back i think that's mm-hmm. why i re- i originally said like you know go before mm-hmm. d1 and all that like dial a lot back because like the payoff will be like that much more but mm-hmm. you're right e like you you definitely need you definitely need something with like the light powers in there or you're not you're not going to tie everything together the way it needs to. Some yeah. reason recently I rewatched the Cade cinematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah, at the last end, like the Forsaken one. Yeah, the last stand one. Like that has got to be one of the most badass moments for like I literally all Guardians. That fight when he's shooting everywhere, throws a couple things. You actually see a Guardian jump in there, and I'm like, all right, that's in there too. Like <laughs> that kind of moment is one of those that like would stand out. It's like choo, 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 and then he goes. And like when he finally goes golden gun, it's just two, 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 and just like goes big with it. And I'm like, and he that... does blade barrage. Yeah, yeah. And he does <laughs> both supers, and you're like, what? So trivia, they didn't. That's the first time blade barrage was even like thought of. Like, um, 
uh, fun fact is Bungie mm-hmm. came at them. I know some of the people who were like mm-hmm. a part of that project nice. came at them. They're like, hey, this is a super that we haven't fully designed yet, but mm-hmm. this is like the gist. Like, we want it in the cinematic. So mm-hmm. that, that's why his Blade Barrage doesn't look like what it, it is in the game, but no, it's like, it's kind of his that's own. the first time that it was ever like actually performed or whatever. Nice. But yeah, it's dope. He does both supers. He's just yeah. like, yeah, you know, Golden Gun and Blade Barrage, sick. Yeah. Thing. And that's that, that's another like creative liberty that like yeah. Uh, yeah. a show can take. It's like yes. you know we're not going to see the menus him like 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 three peak. We're not going to see three guys. peak with a sword. Yeah, <laughs> like each character would almost have to have like an iconic weapon. Like Ace is obviously his, but I mean you know different characters. Whether there's a Titan that's going to have a big old machine gun walking around or something, and you got like the and warlock. there's going to be stories with those. Yeah, like like whether whether it's like an ordinary gun or even like Kalashnikov, Kalashnikov, right? Kavasov, um, Kavasov. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. oh my god. Nope, you're um, like something like that. It just looks like a uh, a basic like M4 carbine or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like th- th- as long as you put a story behind it and the acting that's paired with it, be like you know this is gun, this is my gun. Like I've been on a journey with this gun. Whether they have a name that we've never experienced that gun in the game, and it's like something new and it like does something dope, and it's like we're in because like you sold me a story mm-hmm. and a history with it, and maybe it looks really cool and does something cool. Like and the the person behind it like cherishes it too. Like you know Thor's hammer. There's there's oh. did you play Ragnarok? Did you play Ragnarok? No, I did. Okay, yeah, like uh, God of War. I, yeah, yeah, God of War. Regular. It's just like both sides, both MC. Just yeah, as you say, the importance of like the iconic nature of certain things. Like that's yeah, yeah, a hard thing to establish, but when done well, it's like damn, you respect it, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you make the object a character in a way. Um, but yeah, one day we'll feel get free it. to write us okay. or feel free to you know send an email to us bungie we'll help you develop the show you know we got we got minds you know, working over here we yeah. Got, yeah we got things cooking it no they yes, probably have smarter smith. minds on all of our that so look smith you know we got ideas man mark hit us up <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's what's up that's what's uh what's going on here oh i mean like i could talk to him about like movies and because i mean like stuff in the game i know it's like this is kind of an in-between week before we get to the season finale. So the stories are sure doing okay. Um, this has kind of been a lot of, I feel waiting for the season to get where it's going a little bit because we've had like the attunement cards and stuff. And Eris is just like building up this kind of power of what's going on. And I'm, you know, Amaru doesn't think we're going to get there, which yeah, is hilarious. He is just shit talking everywhere the whole time. Hilarious. Season ends. Well- I don't know about season end official triumphs wise. Yeah. I'm gonna say something bigger happens next week. So okay, make sure you're logging in Tuesday. Yeah, I'm sure. probably like two weeks behind on my catch up. Well, I played I'm, for I'm ninety minutes back to back straight back to back to back. today. Oh wow! So servers seem a little bit better. Yeah, I played. I didn't have any issues. I was able to kind of get through without any yeah. craziness. Yeah. Yeah. Um. I mean, like. I told you guys this is going to be a word episode, so I was like, I don't know how much you specifically want to cover over Destiny. I'm more just like, um, is there anything you want to ask our amazing guests yeah. with regards to just like movies or favorites or somebody asked like favorite yeah. directors? Like, do you have any like just general yeah. directors either you really respect, want to work with you besides all of them? So you, it's like whatever, but <laughs> um, yes, please, I'm available. But I mean, like, is <laughs> are there, you know, are there certain ones that you like? I mean, I could sit there and talk to you about Tom Cruise and stunts 
So I kind of want to do that first. Like Mission sure. Impossible, I've watched his movies. I've always enjoyed him as an actor for a long time. In personal life, you can have a judgment, whatever you want. But as an actor and an action star, I've enjoyed his movies for a very long time. Um, even all the way back to like Few Good Men, Cocktail, and he's really young. He looks very yeah. young, which is quite funny. Yeah. When you go back to even Mission Impossible 1 right now, it's quite noticeable. Um, oh, it, I, I rewatched, like, going off on a tangent. Uh, my wife hasn't seen any of them. And we were trying to watch all of them uh, oh, to lead nice. up to Dead Reckoning. Yeah. And it's amazing to go back and watch and see the technology advancements. Yeah. Like the stuff, like even just like the headsets or like, here's a mini camera, or here's a little remote, even an MI1. They're so clunky and like, oh, man. like one, is rough. Would, one is really yeah, rough. <laughs> like someone will like notice this like GoPro that's like a spy camera on you. It's like, it's really <laughs> funny to see like how far it comes and like what they do in Dead Reckoning and all that. Yeah. Um, I was just yeah, going to say, for a stunt person, I mean, somebody's asking, like, best lesser-known stunt movies or something like that, but I was like, what for you... When, oh, I got a ton. Um, Woo! But for him doing his own stunts, for a lot of them, I mean, he broke his ankle in Fallout, which looked like it hurt like hell because he limped off the roof, but, like, yeah. for, what, uh, for what you see him do versus, like, all of the stuff you do... When it comes to movies, like, who makes those decisions? Is it because he's got the biggest insurance writer in the world, he can do what he wants? Is it, like, certain actors choose, like, I don't really want to get into that? Or is, does the director say, it's going to look better if you're in there, you got to kind of, like, get get over this and do it? Like, when it comes to just doing stunts, because he is an extreme, and then other people are going to be like, somebody else can do it. Like, how does that all kind of come to pass, just being as that's one of your specialties? It's kind of like what you just described. It's a conversation it's there's a conversation and it's like you know okay even before you get to the stunt like there's people hired in place like a stunt coordinator and like you know xyz other um uh people you know, are part of the crew that kind of like dissect everything and like okay this requires this and this and this and this and you know in the the case of you know Tom jumping over a building gap or hanging on to an airplane and it takes off. And like, you know, that's words written on a page, right? That's yeah. how it starts. That's the magic of movie making, making that it all starts on a page. So it's, you know, Ethan Hunt grabs on the closed door and, you know, the air carrier lifts off the tarmac and he's hanging on when rustling through his hair, whatever, that, how it reads. So someone takes those three lines and be like, okay, so Tom is hanging on to an airplane and they're, they don't say it like that, <laughs> right. but it's like, okay, how are we going to do that? And I'm sure Tom, it's funny how like the Mission Impossible movies are made now. It's more, it's more him and McQueer, uh, McHugh, McQueer, McHugh, yeah. are like, McHugh are like, okay, where haven't we been? Yeah. They're going to go to uh, space at some point. I swear. Like, yeah, let's... they're like, where haven't we been on a map? Okay. Let's go here, here and let's connect a story. That's like that. And it's like, cool. What do we, ha what do we want to do action wise? Yeah. Oh, we haven't done this yet. So like, they kind of like check all the boxes off. That's kind of how they build them now. Um, and yeah. And Tom comes in like Tom's Tom's someone that's like, I want to do this. I want to be the guy that mm -hmm. is there. I want people to know that I'm doing it. And that sells a lot too. It's like when you know an actor is doing the action, you're in. When you know, especially in TV, they do this because the budgets are smaller. When you know it's like a different shot and it's kind of like yeah. you know, wishy washy, 
you know, maybe you could see the wig, maybe you see like just a different body shape, and you're like, type. yeah, it's like mm, maybe that, maybe that wasn't that actor, and like they're <laughs> crashing through a window, and it's yeah. like mm, okay, like if you know enough, then it's like oh nope, that's a stun uh, a stun mm-hmm. double, and it, like that's a conversation going back to that where it's like you know either you have someone like Tom Cruise that's like I'm willing to do the absolute above and beyond make it a a highlight that I'm doing this stunt and then you have other people like you know Chris Hemsworth is known for doing his own a lot of his oh, own wow. stunts um cuz he did what extraction it, extraction 2 like they lit his arm on fire yeah. with um with um you know obviously like special mm. gel that only burns that only burns too, yeah it, the safety precautions were had right. but you know that's him with his arm on fire, you know, bashing at riot people like mm. and and that sells a lot like, oh, shit, that's, you know, Chris um, Hemsworth mm-hmm. punching people with his arm on fire. I want to yeah. see that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a conversation. And then, you know, uh, for me, I do a lot of uh, doubling where I kind of support an actor that's has to do mm-hmm. action. It, it's a conversation. It's, you know. Uh, I know that I'm going to do, you know, certain things mm-hmm. and then um, I try to help the actor and vice versa. Like we mm-hmm. try to come together toward the project right. saying, you know, we're, we're both this character. Like right. I'm not in the sake of Tom Cruise. I'm much taller than him. I wouldn't be able to double him. <laughs> um, we're not both Tom Cruise. Like we're both Ethan Hunt really yeah, is right, like how it would right. be treated. So it's like, mm. you know, we're okay. What's the scene where he, you know, he's fighting, you know, with Henry Cavill in a, a bathroom. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's, he acts like this, like this is his character. He would do something like this. Boom. He's got to mm. go through the mirror. Okay, cool. Mm. You know, it's a conversation really. It's no, a case like by it. case type of thing. Uh, but Tom, Tom's a special case for sure. Uh, no, I was going to ask the other mention. was like a big one recently with John Wick, Keanu. Um, yeah. kind of all his like gung fu I think is kind of what it was called with what he did is yeah yeah I don't know how much of a beating he took in that movie but but that man like yeah, oh he yeah he's worth every penny of it he holds a black belt I think in jujitsu or judo um damn and well because he did like what 47 Ronin and some other stuff too he's done some other martial arts a little bit yeah he's He's an Aikido. Yeah, he did 47 Ronin as far as like movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just trying to. Yeah, he did 47 Ronin. I'm trying to. Oh, he did The Matrix. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Of course, yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Yeah, that was like his big that thing. That was his like, early training for Kung oh, yeah. Fu and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's what started him. That's why he keeps doing John Wick um, is because he fell in love with kind of that part of mm-hmm. the industry and like that opportunity as being an actor that he can like kind of like um lose himself in that he's very devoted to the training and like the the sweat and tears that's put into it and you know at his age something funny about him yeah Uh, yeah. when it goes to reloading the flick of the wrist to throw the clip out of the gun something he just kind of did and then i've heard like that's kind of like gained a little traction kind of thing. Like, I don't know, but that like flick of the wrist to throw the clip out of the gun and then be able to reload afterwards. Like, I I don't know if it's real. I feel like I heard that somewhere, but like, I don't know no, if he had thing. part of that. Like if he was behind some of that or something like, uh, he went to 
um, tactical training to learn something like that because they wanted him, especially in John Wick 2, they wanted him to go from... Um, sorry if I'm just like aiming a fake gun at the camera. No, you're good. Uh, no, you're good. Uh, he went from like, you know, uh, what they called sidearm to mm-hmm. primary, which would be like, you know, uh, a long, a longer rifle type yeah. thing. They wanted yeah. him to switch a lot. And that's why that whole catacomb um, scene oh, is like, good scene. Yeah. yeah, he's going from pistol to long arm and then he picks up the shotgun and he's got all yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. So he, they wanted to do that. And there's a, there's a school on the West coast called Terran tactical that kind of specializes in like doing like uh, firing range and you're switching between like uh, two different weapon types um, um, pretty quickly. And that flick is like a, a, I don't know where it's derived from, but it is a thing like uh, you see it in video games, like Call of Duty, like where, you know, you flick the banana clip out of your Mm -hmm. AR and slap a new one in racket and all that you do the same thing with the uh with a pistol it's just to get rid of the clip because your other hand can't pull it out your other hand already has the clip to slap in yep it's just for speed it's just like i'm faster than my other person yeah Yeah, but like but like watching him do that though i'm just like as you said it makes a difference yeah it makes the difference when you know like when he's sitting there doing it the whole time there's not like a cut there's not like a back of the head and kind of the wig as he said it's like you see it in the moment, and it it makes a difference. Um, uh, chat has a yeah. I was going to say questions yeah. in chat. You want to start? I know some of the yeah. They were like, oh, "All right, so what's the?" Uh, Nathan was like, "What's the craziest stunt you've done?" Uh, yes. And um, yeah, Three Geeks also right, said Redfield the movie. Ah, let's get it. Let's right. get it. I wanted to. Get to uh, yeah, I did. A, I I did a lot of stunts on that. If anyone's watched the movie Renfield with Nicholas Holt and uh, Nick Cage, um, I was Nicholas Holt's uh, stunt double. Um, who is Renfield and there's a lot of crazy fight scenes in that which a lot of people may not know if they didn't um, see that movie um, kind of flew under the radar but yeah there's a lot of crazy stuff in that jumping out of windows flying from like second story to third story and there's Jeez. a lot of crazy stuff in that and I, I did a lot of crazy stuff um, so yeah nice nice and Three Geek says your favorite actor that you've done a stand in for Ah. Uh. Uh, Nick Holt is definitely like up there. He's a gentleman. He's he's super down to earth. He's a fantastic driver. Mm. Uh, if anyone like actually follows him, he's a damn good driver. He just like won a, I think a Ferrari tournament. Yeah, wow. yeah. Okay. Y'all are like okay. reacting. He's like, good. No, no. I'm so, like looking here now. I'm like. So so fun fact we were we shot Renfield in New Orleans and um because he he likes to race and whatnot he found oh, this like go karting I love that car too uh he he um he found this go karting place that had kind of has like high end go karts and he's like hey I talked to these people like we can have kind of like the oh that's yep. sick yeah so that's cool. sick um he's like hey we can kind of have like the place to to just us like for for a session for a couple hours and a bunch of the stunt guys like. Uh, met up with him and uh, some of the cast was there too. We we drove and um, obviously like there was like best times, whatever. And he was crushing us like <laughs> with times. He is a he is a damn good driver and it's yeah. He's just a he's a he's a great human too. It's just uh, was he a just like shot up my chart because I already love driving anyway. Like yeah, that's been 
fantastic. Like that's I'm so sure cool. one of these days he'll be a driver in a movie. Like I'm, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's inevitable because he'll he'll like he'll you know, want to. For it that. Sounds like yeah. 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 Now yeah. a question like yeah, I was like, there's no way I don't ask this one. You get to like hang out with Nicolas Cage. Uh yeah, Nicolas Cage is like kind of fun. I was there during like uh stunt training with him and um you know off time between like camera setups and takes like that. Not a lot of conversation, but also be being like the Renfield double, like I would have to like be yeah, you know, I would have to like fill in some things um with the scene with him, whether I was in a take with him or like I was just, you know, there when Nick wasn't a uh, whole. Um and he's yeah he's like this he's really funny he's like this he's super intelligent Mm -hmm. and he's also like this like if you didn't know he was nick cage you would just think he was like he used to be the front runner in like an 80s band like he he has that vibe he's got full sleeve tattoos he's Mm -hmm. like you know he's lived a thousand lives and it's just like (laughs) He's just like full expression of himself. He, it's really fascinating to see him. In and I've person. seen like, well, there's late night interviews a couple times or like the Colbert questionnaire. Like sometimes like the way he even answers questions, as you said, he is intelligent. Like there's a lot going on in there, but it's also there's like people do impressions of him. Where it's like, how, why, where? Like, it's just kind of yeah. like the way he is is also he's that. Just so, so like, he's just so out there that it's like hard not to like you know poke fun of it but mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's like he's incredibly like artistic and intelligent it's i don't know it's like really fascinating to watch uh, um oh yeah another question was like do you have any fear of doing stunts and how do you cope with that or are you just fearless uh i'm not fearless i mean <laughs> I, i'm not gonna be tom cruise uh it's <laughs> it, uh each kind of gag as we call them um mm. just kind of you know we kind of take them as like, and we're, we're allowed to kind of like, yay or nay. Some of them. Oh, you do. Um, okay. That's what I asked you. Yeah. It's not like, Oh yeah. Like I'll have chicken, no steak. Like it's not <laughs> like that casual. It again, it's another conversation that happens to be like, Hey, like maybe I'm not comfortable with that. Or like, yeah. Hey, like maybe, maybe I need to like slowly learn, uh, mm-hmm. uh, lean into that. And like, maybe I am, I'll warm up to that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. There's nothing that I won't rule out. I mean, maybe I won't jump out of a plane. Um, okay. Uh, hello. Sorry, <laughs> You're good. You're good. Um, You're good. Um, but yeah, it's. I think it's a case by case. I I won't say no to everything, and right? I won't say yes okay. to everything. As far as the working with the actor that you, you know you're doing stunts for and stuff like that, you don't have to say any names. But have you? ever had like a difficult experience with with someone you're doubling for where it's just kind of like you know <laughs> they, they 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 just a little difficult to deal with for whatever reason you know, say just not pleasant to work with well, i won't name names but i think again it goes it comes back to the yeah, go take yeah, the, go take the take dog the out. Dog. Take yeah, the yeah, dog yeah, out. Yeah, take the dog out. We're going to get the back to this question. No, no, no. Yeah. Believe me, I understand. Mine's screaming at me. It's going to be yeah. the same thing. So no, no, you gotta you guys are watching gotta... the video. Giant white fluffy Samoy is barking away. His mm-hmm. noise canceling mice actually doing a pretty good job at it, but you can still yeah. kind of catch it there. So he's taking yeah, the Because he, he wanted all the attention. So if you guys have not seen Renfield, it is Nicholas Holt as the main character. It's like basically Dracula is Nicholas Cage's Dracula's assistant. And... 
Yeah, there's some crazy stuff he does in that movie, and I did not know that. And then I was looking through yeah. IMDb to get ready for this thing, and I was like, I don't want to spoil the surprise, but we had to talk about it because I saw it was like yeah. Renfield. I'm like, what? That's so, crazy. That awesome to see. Hey, my um, man is out here. That's good. I'm also like <laughs> insanely impressed that like Nicholas Holt is a hell of a driver because that's like massive yeah. respect. Because that's wild respect. Yeah, like I've done. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've got my videos. It's like. I don't have the car to do it right now, but it's like my track days were hella fun, and it's just like oh, I used to hit that track. I used to hit that track. I have a I have a very alternative alternate YouTube channel with like videos of me driving my car on a track. Are you serious? Is this is is it in the in the crates in the archives? Is this is hidden here? Hidden me boxes. I don't think there's anything on here. No one should see if you aren't watching (laughs) the live show. No, I was like, I'm just making sure there's no. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know about this. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Great All right. Gift. I'm going to put the link in chat so you guys can see this as well. Yeah, this is my see. old car. It was probably it's modified cool. at one of these points. Okay. All right. He out here moving. Do we find more driving videos of Nick? This is, well, no, this is my driving video when I was actually on a track. I was sending that to him. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Oh, that looks sick. No, that That Ferrari is 488 Challenge. Yeah, of course it is. That's crazy. So, no, when it comes to driving, I mean, you said Nichols holds a driver. Like, watching Gran Turismo, I'm playing Forza, can't say anything else. Um, Mm. I've loved cars forever. So, like, even like Days of Thunder. Like, that's an older Tom Cruise movie where he's a NASCAR driver, and people are like, he did what? Most people don't know that movie. Um, mm-hmm. But no, that dope. was when I, I owned a 2005 C6 Corvette. Uh, mm-hmm. Had it modified, because Joyce, third time I was on a track, the timing chain broke. Pistons oh. kissed valves. The engine was completely rebuilt. So it ended up being a very powerful Corvette um, mm-hmm. with stock tires and suspension, so it was fun to handle, but uh no it's just one of those hobbies that's kind of a rare thing so when you see somebody um because i think another one he owned a racing team patrick dempsey i think if i remember correctly he owns like a owns dempsey racing or was like in a porsche racing team as well so Mm -hmm. whenever i hear about that type of stuff i'm always just like kind of no that's what's up biased and talking about it so no you good so before i left i I, I, I had to ask yeah, I opened the Pandora's box and yeah. saying, like, I knew someone who's a, yeah. uh, a good driver. Well, but I, mean, going I, saw on your do, I saw you in yeah. your uh, highlight reel. You did the stunt skid, like, perfectly nailed the cone parking. I mean, I saw that. So it's like, I know you drive. You got to be a pretty damn good driver. So there's no. Eh. <laughs> it's my standards. Eh. Yeah. But, you yeah. know, it's someone else's. Eh. Um, but going on your question to you about. Uh, yeah, dramas on the set. <laughs> yeah, there's there's some people that you know aren't aren't warm and welcoming. I'll say that, and okay. you know maybe it's a bad day, or maybe it's a maybe it's just a relationship. Maybe I'm just coming in for the day and like just yeah. doing something for them, and they're just like, yeah, you know, maybe they're never a fan of like someone portraying them for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of like doing something. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. There, there, there's definitely like. uh when you put it in that perspective, there there could be something mm-hmm. that's like weird and off putting about it to some mm-hmm. people. But yeah, you know, different. So, so let ahead. me let me double up. So basically, the way you said it is, you do have choice, right? As far as as far as you specific with 
starting to say, hey, your comfort level on certain things, right? You might you do be have... going where I'm thinking, so continue. Right. So my, I don't know if I'm going, but we'll see. My question is like, is it the opposite for the person you're playing? And they're like, okay, he's like, I, I, I could do that. I, I, I got that. But he can't do it. And they like, yo, let's get IRL up in here because you clearly ain't doing this, fam. We, this is cut. Oh, this I was, was going to take, take it a different way. Like, not okay. that he can't. The, yeah. Like, the insurance is going to be like, uh-uh, if we want this, it's going to be this yeah, guy over either, here. I'm for whatever reason. Yeah, I was like, I'm they, wondering which side it could be, if not both. Yeah, like, they like, There's no a, famous actor, no, <laughs> we got to get IRL in here. I love the had, no, no. <laughs> yeah, they like, we got to get my man James up in here, so uh, we going to take this over from here. Have you ever, has there ever been any of that type of interactivity on set? I'm curious. Uh... That that depicts, and there's nothing wrong with it. That depicts a much uh, more independent production, okay? Um, because a uh, uh, a more experienced actor will understand kind of the the way the industry works. They'll understand that there's you know there's cases where there will be like stunts or a, a stunt double or Ooh. something like that, um, and. Uh, I have experienced on smaller smaller productions where an actor is like, "No, I'm gonna do it," and you know, probably probably not the smartest choice. Not mm-hmm. saying that they're stupid or anything, but like, you know, I think it 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 takes a more experienced person to be like to understand that you know a person like a stunt double or even just the department of stunts serves a purpose, and that is to you know come in, kind of do the the risky. Yeah business and make the magic in front of the camera fair enough fair enough that's that's what i wanted that's exactly what i want so basically it's it's levels to it based on the the yeah. production and stuff like yeah, okay yeah. i got you i got you that yeah was fun. that was similar what you was going here you were just going well yeah no my, i mean yours was the question if you're like all right this is this it ain't working put the put the guy in there we know we can knock it out first try that's one mine was the other side like somebody's like you do have a Chris Hemsworth, and he's like, but I want to totally jump away from this explosion. It's like, we're not risking you because you're worth all these millions of dollars. Let him do it. Like, I, that's why I was wondering if it went both ways. And it sounds like there's probably a point where, like, Tom Cruise is like, I've signed my life away. I get it, yada, yada, and all the writers and stuff like that. And there's other actors that are probably not quite at that level or just choose to be like, we're not insuring this movie if you do this. And they're like, damn it. Okay, fine. Like, that's kind of what I figure has to happen at some point, too. Um and it's a conversation. It's more like, you know, maybe there's a, a sit down reading of like extraction two and like Chris is like, so it says like you know, my character jumps out of a burning building. It's like, do we want to see that it's me or like, how do we want to do this? That's more right. the question. Okay. And they, then it's like, yeah, we, we'd like, we'd like it to be you. We'll get you there. And it's like, he either said, okay, I'm down or like, I'd rather not. Right. You know, there's, there's a, a push and pull there. I got you. You have no, a very, very aggressive friend there. <laughs> if you, if you ever, if anyone has ever owned a Samoyed, yeah. this is this is normal. Oh, this is normal. This is normal. Hello. Yeah. What? Hi. Yeah. Exactly. You, you turn like? around. They're like, "What? What do you want?" <laughs> yeah, he's like, attention. he's like, no, he's not going to come like, to no, me. Yeah. It's like, no, I'm going to make you, stupid human, come to me. Really? Exactly. Oh yeah. Hundred. Oh yeah. yeah. He's smart. He's real smart. 
Like, hey, I'm slowly backing out of the door. Yeah, get the, yeah. Go, go. go get the water. Go get the water. Give me more yeah. seconds. Sorry. You good. You good. The water. He's like, yo, you better get this water, fam. Stop playing. <laughs> yeah, I love how he will not come. He's like, no, no, no. get over oh, here no. and get the water popping. <laughs> I love it. Clearly, love like, it. yeah, oh, if I ignore midnight. Like he could like lay down here if it's his time, but if he like wants something, I could be like mm. middle of the racing lap, doing mm. what I'm doing, like staring here, and he just walks in. Burr, burr, burr. I'm like, buddy, that's hilarious. <laughs> like you better that pause, is. or I'm gonna scream at you. Until, and sometimes it's nothing. Sometimes he wants to go outside, but mm-hmm. either yeah, way, you gotta take care of biz. You gotta take care of biz with the the little one. That's funny. I never seen someone like like that. I mean, I'm not. I've never really too familiar with those dogs. Yeah. So I've never seen how they how they behave. So that's all fun. these intermissions. Nah, you're, you're, good, good. you're good. You're we, good. We're you're good. We're good at filling filling the air. Um, mm-hmm. Also, if you get to a point where you're just like, I need to wrap it up, let us know too. Yeah, right? yeah. Because I could probably we're talk about now. I could yeah, talk to you now. about movies for way too damn long. We could, so. we could just. I understand. Yeah. Um, another question was: If you could do stunts for a live action Destiny show, what mm-hmm. character would you want to be or do stunts for per se? Uh, I'll say this. I wouldn't want to do well. Selfishly, I would I would want to do some warlock stuff, but <laughs> also selfishly, I would want to just rather design it rather mm-hmm. than perform it. Okay. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, because I think there's a lot of in there that you know maybe other people would like to, uh, professionals like to you know get in there and do. Um, but I think my my heart's kind of shifting more toward like the action design of things rather than the performing of it. Um, and man, anything destiny, I'll just be like, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Uh, yes. yeah. If I had an opportunity, I would, I would, yeah. I would let's love to do it. Go. Well, if love you ever it. need the, the bungee knock, be like, excuse me, I'll do it all. Thanks right here. I'll do all the stuff. Mm-hmm. Please, please, sir. <laughs> please, sir. Please, sir. Can that I was... have one more? That was part of the yeah. of the IRL journey. Was I? Mm-hmm. I really was kind of. Oh, that was know, the goal. It was the goal. I I was trying to you know get kind of like a a, a space where I could you know do things for Bungie, but um, mm-hmm. uh, I think at the time they weren't set up for something that was like that. Right. I did like a studio visit with them. They, yeah, they didn't oh, ask me went, to come out. I uh oh, he's in Bellevue? Where's it where's it Bellevue? Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I went out there and I, mm-hmm. I saw like the the space that they did like mocap in. And this was before they, they did a recent expansion, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. this was before Sony had bought them. Um right. and um uh, I kinda talked to them to something about that and a lot a lot of the animations you see in the game aren't motion captured. Really? Um, yeah, there's some things mean? that they'll motion capture. The performance and the acting stuff and the talky stuff mm-hmm. is mostly motion captured. Um, a mm-hmm. lot of the, even like the finishers or like the supers are keyframed. It's just animators oh, doing what animators do best. Yeah, there's okay. one. Um, I mean, Ben Platnick was doing some of Yeah, there's a couple I've seen, like a couple on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I can't remember all the names. Yeah, there's this guy. His name is Richard. Um, he did, he worked on that, that like, canceled mouse movie that was like mice with like spears and swords and stuff um that was gonna happen like two years ago but he uh he was an animator like uh early d2 and even like d1 and that was someone i was able to connect with during like irl days and he he would he would be like hey that's a great job you've done on that animation 
here's what I did on that animation. It was just like the gray model in like a white space, like doing the thing. I was like, yo, like this guy's <laughs> coming and being like, he's like, here's my work that you just like recreated. It was really special. Um, <laughs> nice. Uh, you guys are kind of like, yeah, training. a lot I'll of it's... Do it in real life. You do it here and then I'll do it better and then you do it better. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like, you know, there, there's a lot of physics that are just kind of broken and like bending mm-hmm. and twisting of, of, mm-hmm. you know, a human form that are just kind of like, um, uh, heightened yeah. to, to make the moves that we all know and love. Yeah. More yeah. sensationalized and stuff like that based on. So, so let's just say that even though the paths have changed, right? Because at the time, they were not fitted. They weren't outfitted. They weren't going in that direction per se. At, or yeah. we're ready, we say. So now that many things have changed and, you know, the, they listened to the last words. You know, we've had Budgie on the show before. They have listened. <laughs> and, you know, and let's just say, you know, things have changed and, and the, 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 the time is right where they're looking into getting to this live action. You know, my man, IRL Guardian, pick up the phone. Are we, are we so far removed now that, you know, you know, is this, that, that, that window has passed and now you're, you're comfortable doing what you're doing right now or Hey, still a chance. I won't say no. You know, okay. my, okay. my DMS are open as they say. <laughs> <laughs> you know, slide up for the DMS, buddy. Let's go. Um, yeah, no, I won't say no, you know, if it's, if it's, if it's, um, a space and, uh, uh, yeah, if it's a space that they can like cater to, that can have like you know, a professional like me, like come in and like do something for them or like whatever, whatever their master plans are like, you know, and I can come in and be a part of that action, you know, with just myself or more people, like, yeah. I'm just happy to do that. Like if, I, if I'm involved in something that eventually is a, you know, in the game or like whatever it is, like that's a part of the destiny IP, like I'd be more than happy to, you know, accommodate that and be a that's part of that. It would just be, it'd be amazing. Like, how could you say no? That's what's up. All right. So, Budgie, y'all know what to do. Hit my <laughs> man's up when y'all ready. Hit my man's up. He, do, he does this for real. I feel, I feel so, yeah, just be like, what is it? What is it? Like, uh, Mark, a, no, Mark's not even on Destiny anymore. Like, all Justin all the, Truman and Joe Blackburn, I think, are the two. Yeah, it's Blackburn. Yeah. 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 Blackburn's. He's the creative director, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, or you might get into you know some marathon mocap or something, you know. Oh yeah, some... marathon, marathon looks amazing. I I'm so excited about marathon. I think the visual style of it, it's like really cool. Yeah. I don't know anything about extraction shooters, but mm. it's made by Bungie, so I'm down. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, I know one. I got one more question before you transition. I don't know how much time we got, but um, I I don't know if I asked this before, but I I, or I forgot. Like, how does one say, you know what, I want to get into the stunt? scene you know what i'm saying like go, I, go to I, a I, stunt I, school like travel person. down yeah yeah yeah, yeah. like like how be like yo i want to do that i want to you know what I'm saying do the and then there's like and then the second part of the question is about about getting into the game like the le- is there levels to it like uh, like a dude's rank like he could do this he could do backflips he could jump out the car. <laughs> he can, like like is there a, a hierarchy yeah i was like I yeah it's like his martial artist or gymnast a background to help with like yeah. lack of fear like what what is i guess there there's there's like pillars right and it okay. comes down to nowadays it comes down to like you're a driver mm. you're a fighter okay and then you're What's the other one? I don't know. Like it, it used to be like a fire guy, but a lot of people like can do all three. Okay. Or a lot of people like you know just want to be a great driver, or like mm-hmm. you're a great driver, but you can't crash a car, 
or mm. like you're you're a guy that does like pipe ramps or like flips the car over or like crashes into another car, but you you can't um you can't slide or drift or anything. Mm-hmm. Um and or you're a guy that, you know, does fire and like you can't you don't know what to do when you're behind a wheel or like you don't know how to throw a punch. So there's there's people that like have specialties. Gotcha. Um, and then there's people that are like, you know, try to max out the stats across the board. It's <laughs> it's a lot like honestly, it's a lot like you know, you're a ca- you're a video game character. You, character. Got, all these, you got all these stats your and you're skill just points like, and your attributes. Yeah, you just added Currently skill points. I got points, a 67 like, in driving. I'm trying to bump it up to 70 so I can get into <laughs> tier three. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, I'm really trying to get you know this this helmet I saw. Like that's something else. Like if I get to this, I'll get you know. Um, but yeah, and like myself, okay. like I, I'm more of like um, uh, I'd say I'm a person that like will will shoot what people know as previs that's made famous by recently uh john wick or like you know uh other big action movies um which is just like stunt people doing like a scene um with themselves and that kind of like proves the action and that's presented to like the director and the creatives and they're like cool let's do that or like ah maybe that little thing right there like we'll change like Mm -hmm. it's like it's kind of like a the movie before the movie um the raid was made famous by this as well that Mm. director uh, love that process and then yeah I'm, I'm a martial artist and fighter like i can do i can do a little driving i can do a little smashy smashing stuff like that ride wires too mm-hmm. um nice um but yeah that's kind of like you know the stuff that's that dope. i i'm into and also i put my energy toward dope dope salute salute had to ask um somebody mentioned in chat ray park you ever met him no never met ray park okay. uh and it as far as like six degrees from Kevin Bacon, I don't think I've ever we've not we've been ever, close enough. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, unfortunately. Well, earlier somebody had a question, and I think I kind of blew past it, but I wanted to ask uh, two different ones related to movies, since I know you're a movie buff like I am. Um, yeah. First one, just related to your world of stunts. Good stunt movies. Oh, mm, that's a good question. <laughs> Okay. Like, you know, top uh, list twenty. I don't know how many you got, but I mean, like, that's a good question. Whether there's a certain I, stunt to appreciate or just the whole damn movie, whatever you want, it's up to you. So I, again, this is coming from my personal taste and what I've been into yeah. recently. Um, I'm very much into the, I forget what it's called, but it, it's like the DTV, directed TV, um, Japanese, mm-hmm. um, action. Okay. Catalog. Mm-hmm. So recently a movie came out called Bad City, which is um which was done by an action designer or action director they call um in Japan. Um uh his name is Kensuke Sonomura and mm-hmm. he also made a move uh worked on a movie called Baby Assassins, mm-hmm. which is a fantastic movie, and another movie before that called Hydra, which is has some of the best hand-to-hand combat I've seen. Um, mm. it, it's definitely like a niche personal taste. It won't be like, yeah, it's just like John Wick. It's not. It's a different flavor. Um, it's not just like... Uh, it's not like Donnie Yen, if you guys know. Like a yeah, Donnie I know Donnie. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's, a, there's a recent Donnie Yen movie uh, called Raging Fire, which is really great. Um, the action designer on that is Kenji Tanagaki, who was made famous by the Rurouni Kenshin series, Mm. um, which is one of my personal favorites. Um, That's definitely in my top five. 
Um, and yeah, he did Raging Fire, and then he also recently did Sakura, which is also with Donnie Yen. Some really oh. dope fights in that. Um, I don't really know where all these are available, but I'm sure you can get them on like Apple TV. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah I know. TV on that extension on Amazon has some of them. Um, Ooh, highly recommend. Yeah, right. Yeah, hi y'all. Um, <laughs> I like you know, man, yeah. It's great. They they have a, a great selection. Not the bet like they don't curate it a lot. Uh, it mm. seems like they advertise a, a lot of things, and I kind of don't see the the one to one when they drop on the site, or maybe their their date their dates are off or whatever. Um, mm. Or I'm just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> um, and what else did I just watch? Uh, mm. uh, yeah, Bad City was pretty good. Bad City. Baby Assassins. Is mm. great. Hydra is great. Sakura is great. The whole Roni Kenshin series is great. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. I'm getting a, I'm getting a theme to all of these though. Uh, yeah, what's the theme? What's the theme? I I I love not Japanese sitting in action. the states. That's what it <laughs> cross the <Yeah>. ocean. <laughs> no, for sure. I love uh, Japanese action and what people do with it. Uh, there's a show on Netflix that just came out called Bloodhounds. Okay. That I really enjoyed. It's like about eight episodes. It's about uh two kids that are two younger kids that are um are good at boxing, but they Ooh, have like okay. different styles. And then they kinda get into which is the where the name Bloodhounds comes into. They kinda mm. get into like um money uh loan dealing with loan sharks uh, or okay. like, you know, people who kinda like go and collect money that was mm. like, you know, Oh, this out. look cool. This look cool. Yeah. This look like yeah. Um, this, this this is definitely my cog right here. I'm feeling this. And what's cool about that show, is, and which I love about anime shows, is um, there's a time skip. Okay. The time skip is really interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, there's just something really cool, and that's another show where like both the actors are doing a lot of the action because it's boxing mm, based. Yeah. Boxing is pretty approachable for an actor to do and learn in a short amount of time so i thought the actors did a pretty uh good job with that um trying to think what else i watch but uh that's 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 a lot off the top of the head that's good no you're good good. i want to like i tried to mention like under the radar stuff that's like hard to find like stuff like that in the cut i I was trying to think you mentioned boxing like i mean it's like boxing i feel like they you know they got to be decent at selling the punch and like you know, you see Creed or Rocky or like Annapolis is one that always kind of stands out to me. I like that movie a little bit, but um, Warrior was one with uh, Tom mm. Hardy. That one, I'm like, when you're in grapples and stuff like that, that's a little more. I mean, granted, yeah, it's like, you know, they're flexing and not pulling per se and doing what they're doing. But that was one that I thought was actually pretty good. At least. Yeah, that was well done. on my side, at least not. When you said Warrior, I thought you were going to talk about the HBO HBO I haven't got the season three. That's also a great show. If if you're more into like TV, Warrior is really great. It's about like um, Chinese like coming over to San Francisco uh, um, for the first time in like the 1850s or whatever, and like how they were like assimilating into American culture and like still like the the kind of racism and the backlash against that, but also like even just um, loosely based on. Bruce Lee as a, a character, I think. Um, yeah, great show. That's dope. Joe Taslam is in it. Like, how could oh, you nice. not? Nice. Um, who's Sub Zero in the Mortal Kombat? Yeah, movie, Mortal Kombat. Where, like, yeah. Also made famous by the Raid, um, which is a great movie. Nice, nice. Love the selection. The love opening, the like seven minutes of that Mortal Kombat movie, 
The recent one, the modern one. Mm-hmm. I know everybody gave it a hard time, like for all the rest. Yeah, of it was but... great. I, I had fun in the movie. I mean, yeah, you got some cheesy moments. It's Mortal Kombat, but the opening seven minutes, like uh, the tone of that opening part. Yeah, with, it's uh, cool. I can't remember the actor's name, but he's in a bunch of stuff. I think he's actually in the new John Wick at one. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, Hiroki Sonata. Yes, thank you. Um, mm. Yeah, he's been like great for so many things that I've seen him in. But that opening part, I was just like. Because they previewed that before the movie came. I'm like, this is the tone. I am so here for this. And then it kind of yeah. got a little Mortal Kombat, like, kind of cheese and stuff. But I was like, I had to. Well, hunt. that's where the adaption falls apart. It's like, yes. it's hard to adapt yeah. Mortal Kombat without getting it cheesy. Like, you're going to cut yeah. someone in half with your hat. <laughs> yeah. Like, and that's kind of where you got to pick. You which, say that, and then you got to do that gonna be on screen. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, as cool as that is to feel that, like, between your fingertips in a game. Because there's, there's a different vibe there. Yeah. It's like, I'm beating your ass. Because you're like my buddy, or you're someone online, or like I'm just going through like the game itself. But uh, like to to watch that in a movie, there it's a different connection. So it's like you kind of have to like show it in a different way, but also like make it fun. I don't know. I I thought it was great. I thought they set out and you know did enough. I didn't care for the new character. Yeah, um, I just wanted to see the OG character. Same, yeah. same. That was my issue with it. I didn't care for the new character. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, issue, speaking yeah. of kind of like martial arts and stuff, are there any like weapons that you enjoy using because i know i've seen you do some stuff like swords and some of the animations and stuff for destiny involved like huh. kind of like demo weapons and stuff but i don't know if there's these certain weapons that you've like trained with or enjoy using or things like that when you think of like mortal Kombat. i'm like the i forget what the little throwing dart is that he's got on the rope but uh like, rope dart actually rope dart. okay yeah yeah um yeah katana is like uh very special to me i i, I think that weapon's great obviously real runny kitchen and like you know Ooh. yeah Japanese action movies uh, as a whole. Um Hard and her wrong there. Yeah, and uh I think it's Heroku, not Hiroki. I'm sorry I, I, I hate if I'm butchering his name. Um but if I read it, I'm You're like, probably oh, saying that it better than I am, so I would be afraid to say it. Um but the guy that plays Scorpion in the uh, Mortal Kombat. Yeah, Hiroki uh, Sonata. He is very uh he's classically trained in in um He's in the Last Samurai. He's in like a lot of movies where he does like. I do remember Last Samurai. Yep. Hold that weapon. He's also in Forty Seven Ronin, and he fights Ooh. Keanu Reeves. Hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. I also yeah, did. Right. I worked on the sequel for that movie too. Oh. And okay. there's there was a sequel for that movie. Yeah, you guys are oh, like. Oh, I never knew there that. was. Okay. There, there. And you're it's, like, yeah. and it's on Netflix. Here's another in the cut. In the Blade cut. Of the 40, Blade of the Forty Seven Ronin, which is on. Uh, Netflix. Okay. It's a definitely a directed TV martial arts action movie. Um, I mm. uh, did the action design for it with a good buddy of mine, and um, mm. Mark DeCascos is in it. Mike. Mo. Oh, DeCasco! I remember him. That, that's oh. my man from Only Strong. Human. He's amazing. Yeah. Uh, Mike Mo, who played uh, Bruce yeah. Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, is in it. I feel like I know him from something cheesy though, and I'm like, yeah, you know, it's, it's like, well, it's like, like a said, Jet Li movie with uh, maybe. Oh, Mark DeCascos. Yeah, I'm kind of. That's my man. Banana way. <laughs> that was the guy, the copper way to joint. What? That's oh. the first time I see copper way on screen. I was going yeah, crazy man. back then. Yeah, man. Or have you ever seen? Okay, have you seen Turbo? Now you talk about with the Costco's? Yeah. Now I don't know if it's the same name. 
the what I seen is him and Kadeem Hardison called Drive, where he was like oh, this. Sorry, Drive. Yeah, yeah, Drive. No. That was he. He got busy in that movie. I don't care what nobody said. Another, another look, a gem that if anyone yeah. wants to go back see nineties action, yeah, by like a Japanese like Power Ranger action stunt team. But they like made a movie and it was like you know Mark Dacascos being an action star. Yo, they do they do some crazy shit. Like obviously yeah. it's nineties, but that movie was wild. Oh, I love that movie. We showed he... it. We had a, a a lot of young people on the mm-hmm. stunt team for. um mm-hmm. Played of the Forty Seven Ronin, and mm-hmm. they're like, "Oh, they knew of Mark Dacascos, and they we brought him over to like where we were staying. We we're like, you're gonna watch Drive, yeah, and you're gonna appreciate Mark for like a whole different reason." And they were yes. like, Whoa. "Like, it was really cool." Yeah, um, he's super talented, man. Oh, but yeah, man. that that was a fun movie and a uh, mm-hmm. fun process. I got to be a part of and nice. uh, do some of the action for. Um, sorry that that intercutted with what were we were talking about. Oh, the the weapons, oh, the weapons. that I like yeah, to yeah. use. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sword is definitely like up there. Um, I kind of mess with like some uh, bow staff stuff because I I definitely started with like arc strider class with my yeah. IRL um, That's right. stuff. Um, a tonfa is like a really cool weapon. Mm. That's like the it's like the you hold the whole you hold the rip here the, and it's yeah. like a just a wooden oh, stick. Okay. Yeah. And you're able to like spin it mm-hmm. around your grip. Really cool uh, weapon. Um, and yeah, that's kind of it. You know, knives mm-hmm. are fun. Or karamba mm-hmm. is fun too. You get the the little loop. You get to flip it around mm-hmm. your hand. No, 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 I'm not a Chuck guy. I'm sorry. Okay, I was I'm gonna say like, more. I've watched crazy clips of people doing like nunchuck stuff. Like, I know this sounds like something you would probably never see. It's like I don't are they practical in like a fight situation like yeah i mean now is all the is all the movement like practical to use them or yeah. is it okay i didn't i've not i mean i've seen them, it's just it's just looks it's just flashy like enough it's just yeah. flashy it's stuff flashy, but yeah, I didn't know. it's just like, flashy enough where it looks as good as it is to perform it okay. but like uh, just pictures yourself picture yourself in front of that person doing that stuff oh, just absolutely beating the hell out of them and and those things that you know those like whips and strikes are aimed at you and like yeah. try to clock clock that and like dodge it or like that's you know fa- yeah. it, it's hard and like i think that that's i i don't know how the nunchuck like originated as far as like a weapon but like that's kind of the thing behind it it's like a hard to trace and follow gotcha. uh type okay. weapon um and because you're whipping Sorry, it. Sorry, guys. Ignorant here. I was just living. Oh, you're good. You're good. No, it's like, all good, I, man. No, like, I watch a clip and I'm going, like, I watch a clip and I know, like, there's, because the mastery of those things, to not hurt yourself with the, as fast as they yeah. go, I'm going, there's a very, very tight precision window that these people are doing this stuff in, but also I'm thinking, it just, it was hard for me in my head to translate it to, like, an attack, per se, as opposed to just for a sure. That was all. Yeah. No, for sure. I mean, like, if I were to pick up nunchucks, I'd probably hit myself more than <laughs> what I would be trying to hit. Yeah, like it, it's a difficult weapon. It's definitely yeah. it, it takes a lot of eye eye hand coordination and sensitivity to like. Not only are you you're anticipating where like the other end is going, you're yeah. also like feeling it too, like between your hand and your bodies. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's not an easy weapon to pick up and just do. But like, it's kind of like I I I get the sense that it's like drumming like once okay it's once you get like kind of yeah yeah once you get the idea of like what you're kind of doing because drumming is like patting your head and rubbing your stomach at the same time um 
like once you kind of understand that, that it like it becomes easier to do. Yeah. Uh, more broad question, not specifically action focused, since you're a big movie buff. You have like a top five, just all movies. Oh, which I hate so, that question too. But I, if I get to ask I it did, to somebody else, I do it. <laughs> I did a podcast recently, and like both after the show ended, we kind of did this. We Uh-oh. we said we'd come back for another episode and and do it. Yeah, I was like, I, I like could have treat, you on every six months, just talk about movie stuff. So <laughs> I like to treat that as top five movies today. That's totally okay. fair. I I, okay. I approve of that because I am the same way. So I was like, you will go do you have a favorite it. movie? I'm like, hell, how the hell do you answer a favorite movie? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. There, there's ones that are like you know, in blood or in fucking permanent marker that never leave that list, but there's some there like interchange. Like, yeah, I yeah, like yeah. that, you know, blah, blah, blah. That, Matrix, the totally first one. Okay. Matrix. Matrix. The Matrix. Matrix. Matrix one. All time, yeah. number one, that's like in okay. stone, in blood, in ink, like <laughs> top of my list that has like fueled it's, me and fed me and inspired me. Yeah. Oh, sorry to go on another tangent. Scorsese mm. said this great thing. Um, about favorite movies there there's a list of movies that are your favorite and mm-hmm. then there's a list of movies that you watch constantly mm-hmm. those are not and the same thing <laughs> right and then the, that's the point and then there's a list of movies there's like three lists and then there's a list of movies that you learn from mm-hmm. so, you, so you can like watch the godfather yeah it's a great movie you, you don't need to rewatch from it. It. Yeah, from it. Yeah, you don't need to rewatch it, and it may right. not be your favorite, but it's something right. that, like you watch that, you learn from it. Yeah. So, okay. sorry, tangent. Um, Love it. But yeah, the Matrix. Yes. Uh, damn, Roni Kenshin. I don't know which one, but just the series of the whole series that itself. There. Love mm-hmm. that. I'm probably forgetting some. Born Ultimatum is uh, Ooh. Uh, a personal wow. favorite. Um, I like. I Interstellar. Like that oh yes. Has Interstellar become, is so good. Has become one of my favorites. Um, yeah, I've watched that movie like more recently than when it first came out. When it first came out, the I was like, huh. sound in that movie. I mean, everybody oh gives Christopher God. Nolan like. Now you can have like I could totally tell him to be like bump up the vocals a little bit, and I would still be okay with the bumped up vocals. I'm okay with it, but, but generally, I will say like the just the score in that. I feel like when I'm done, I'm just like I'm tired, mm-hmm. and I just watched a movie. I feel like I'm just like tense and. No, Interstellar's a damn good one. But Born Ultimatum, I gotta ask you a question. Why specifically that one? Because I actually went through, I think, the four of them, not the Legacy, which was still decent. Oh, because it has... Uh, my favorite sequence in that is when he jumps over the balcony into the window and the camera follows him. Oh. Which, is also, which is also stunt guy following him. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, wow. Awesome. So, just they gave him the camera and he just jumps like into that. That's awesome. And that fight yes. where he, it's he in the fights bathroom? that guy. Is it in the bathroom? Yeah, kind of it's like all over. He like yeah. uses the book like on the side yes. of his head and like yep. hits him with the book and then puts there and hits the book. Um, I love that fight. That's um, a damn good one. Okay. I like that. Yeah, that's, that's good. Rough. I'm trying to think what else. What did I say? That's four movies. Uh, I'll throw... No, it's we hard. Uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that's like, oh, my wife is calling me. <laughs> that, um, that's probably why we're going to wrap this up soon. Yeah, we're wrapping. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'll say No One Will Save You, which just came out. Mm, I don't. Okay. No One Will Save You. Now we all, we it's all on, look it it's up. It's on Hulu. Mm, okay, okay. 
Looking at right now. Okay. Pat Caitlin Dever. Mm, okay. Type of movie? Action packed face opportunity. Interesting. Never heard of it. I will have to watch it. Yeah. Add it on my list, which my ever growing mm -hmm. list will be like, oh, I should watch that. Add to my list or my stuff or whatever thing I'm it watching it on. It. Yeah, it's like I've got a pretty big growing one on there. I saw something follow up pop up on Twitter that was like, those are really good. Like for me, one of them that's probably cemented is Dark Knight for me. Oh, it's yeah. classic. Yeah. Um, Fifth Element. Mm. Ooh, that's a good one. Because it's like, I've watched that so many times when I was a kid, and I will still watch it to this day because it has a little bit of like everything. It's like, it's weird, but it has heart, and it's like, but it's like sci-fi, and Gary Oldman's mm. in it, which is never a bad thing. And and there's like, there's weird, good action, and then there's also like, weird, good, like, story development in the world. It's like, And Chris weird, Tucker's just goofy as all hell. Chris yeah. Tucker is just like... Yo, Hilarious. we rolling. I'm yeah. gonna take this like yeah, yeah. to the moon and back. Like, oh, fifth is great. It's amazing. Um, so, like, I would say, uh, Dark Knight's always gonna be up there. One mm -hmm. that I, I think, I just, it's a feel. The replacements with Keanu Reeves mm. for me, the football movie. I like that movie. I, I it's just one of those. I just That's feel a great good. I feel movie. good watching that movie. Like, it's not like doesn't hit too hard it's just like it's just good like that's kind of one of those lilu dallas multi-pass yeah of course mm. um always I'm trying to think if i had like so those are that's the thing when you say like favorite movie i'm like i don't it's so hard so to hard. Go. So i hard. mean matrix is hard to argue but it's not like yeah. i'm stealing that one but yeah i would have to like that's the thing is like i need to go look at my wall and think like i don't yeah, know how to so many. i don't know There's how to so decide things, especially especially as you get older it's like yeah. i've seen so many things like some oh, of it's yeah. a blur like i i'm now remembering like john wick four and i i oh. think it's one of my favorites out of the that whole series but like i didn't i didn't name it because i forgot about no, it no yeah i mean like this so year many, like I'm, yeah between games and movies and everything point breaks an interesting one yeah it uh, feels good Independence, Independence Day one. I, that's a good one, man. Not two, but one. That's oh, one is great. great. Oh, yeah, one is great. Will Smith, Will Smith, Bill Jeff Goldblum, yeah. Jeff yeah. Goldblum. classic. Um, Randy, you got that guy from Vegas Vacation. Yeah, Randy. Just oh, yeah. himself. Yep. So yes. good. Oh, yes. Yeah. Let me see. Welcome mm. to Earth. Gush. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. Oh my god. I thought that was so funny as a kid. Oh, yeah. um, a quick question. Um. Mm -hmm. The guy who plays Spawn, uh, he is a martial Michael artist. Michael Jai White. Michael yes. Jai White. Um, He's coming out with a new spaghetti western movie. That I was kind yes. of wondering what you thought of just like him as one, a martial artist, or just if any of his stuff. I think is. he's great. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah, he's in The Dark Knight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's right. He was in The Dark that's Knight. That's one of the greatest yeah. scenes. Look, a magic trick. <laughs> yeah. yeah, salute. The table salute. Slams, he's yeah. good. I, I think he's great. Uh, a great movie he was in is called Blood and Bone. Yes, I know Ooh. what you're talking about. And yep. Great action movie. Yeah, um, okay. yeah he's talented too. He's got crazy kicks. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I was watching some little thing where he was like just demoing with a guy and just like hand speed. There was a guy even just at my gym. He was like 60, 65. I don't know, but hand speed. When you see it, you kind of know it. Because I did like I did fitness kickboxing. I was a fitness kickboxing instructor, so I was just like oh, cool. trying to make people make sure people didn't hurt themselves more than anything. But it's like I did some sure. decent kicks, like big legs, some power. But I'm slow as hell, so it's like that probably didn't help. So when you, when I see like a like he was he had to be mid sixties, like white hair, old dude, but he's just like working this heavy bag, and I'm going, 
I finally actually bumped into him a little bit later. I'm like, okay, it's like, I did a tiny, tiny bit, but your hands are fast. And he said he was golden gloves at one point. I'm like, mm, I'm like yeah, okay, no. I'm like, thank you. I'm not crazy. The Abyss, yeah. a good movie. But I was like, yeah. when you see speed, that's one of those things that I would, so a lot of the stuff that you mentioned for like action and stuff, when you see hand speed always impresses me a lot. That's one of those oh, things yeah, that I catch. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, any movies for you? I mean, uh, chat we could i could do a movie podcast and just like lose my mind but um just start another podcast and then i know and then, I'll, then I'll invite episode you 266 i'll come back <laughs> we gotta have you on a lot more frequent if we're talking about movies i mean oh, i don't yeah, know how much time you got day. but nah, nah, yeah that, that, that's a double joint yeah um yeah for me it's hard with five because there's so many um yeah yeah it's like top five movies today but it's also like you know, five things I watched that I liked recently. Too. Exactly. Like, they, yeah. That kind of like that line blends for me. Yeah, for me, it's more always more the older stuff for me. But um, yeah, Matrix One for sure. We share that. That's that that movie blew my mind. That, that was classic. Um, I'm a big Terminator Two guy. That, that's yeah. a good one, man. That's Terminator a good Two guy. Yeah. You said yeah. the yeah. Abyss, classic camera. Oh, True did. Lies also. Yeah, James yeah, Cameron. Too. So, well, I mean, Terminal One was amazing, but two to me, the series could have ended there, and oh. I would have been okay. Like, I would have been fine. Classic. Yeah, the shotgun um, reload on the motorcycle. Oh, yeah, on the bike. Oh, dude, I, I was in the theater <laughs> when that happened. People were going crazy. Like, what the what? <laughs> oh yeah, that was. Classic. And then when you were like cutting weeds one day, and you had like a tool that like kind of yeah. felt like that, you were like, yeah. <laughs> ah, if only it was on a motorcycle. <laughs> so good. Um, I'm a big Kubrick guy. Like, uh, Full Metal Jacket. I really like that movie. Oh, mm. The Shining. The oh, oh. The Shining. Oh, K Kubrick's whole bro. He he's a beast. You know, so I like that. I, I like all like Clockwork. Or I like all his foolish, all his stuff. Like Kubrick yeah. is Did not crazy. Know you're a Kubrick guy. Okay. Yeah. So I got that. Um. Gotta get some gangster in there. So I'm I'm a Bronx tail guy. I'm a Bronx tail. Right. You know what I'm saying? So some lessons in there that I really like. Um I like that. I don't know. This one this one for my man James, though. I don't know if he he may not know. Wait, maybe are you gonna say Blade time. Two? Because no, I no, love that. Blade two's classic. Oh, Blade one. But this is well, way back in the crates. Two. Way but I'm sure my age with this, but if this movie comes on, oh, five deadly venoms. Have you ever seen that? No, I shamedly never seen it. It's come up a lot of times. I bro, think I may owe it, uh, own the DVD somewhere. Bro, I, I hear it. That. <laughs> that is classic Run Run Show. That is arguably. I should have known when you mentioned taste. the Shaw Brothers before. Bro, that is arguably one of the greatest kung fu flicks ever made. That okay. is, it is goaded in in martial arts circles. So okay. now I, I will say. Is better fighting in, in other martial arts movies than, than this. But the story and a cohesive story and like the bro, when you get into the scuffy and the toe, the story, you, you gonna it's classic. And so many tropes, it helped birth a lot of other martial arts. Like people go to that as a source for a lot of things. And even musically, pop culture, you'll get a lot of stuff from um Wu Tang Clan from Five Deadly Ganums. You'll get a lot of references. Yeah, Five yeah. Deadly Man, oh man! Is that is that. that your top kung fu movie? No, that 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 would probably be the most influential. But I got more in the cut stuff that um. Right, you would like have to have two, like yeah. Give me right, two so, top two kung fu movies. Just a side tangent. Two top right. kung fu movies. 
again, I'm showing my age. That's, old, a, but, that's a, yeah. a dark spot on my map that I haven't discovered yet. Um, There's a movie called Secret Rivals. Okay. And it has one of my favorite kickers of all time. His name is John Liu. And um, okay. he's, yeah, he started, uh, he started under, um, I forgot the guy's name, but yeah, that he, I'd never seen kicks like that. Like, like the, 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 the scenes towards the end as you build up was, was just insane. Of course, Bruce, anything Bruce does, of course. I'm a huge yeah, Bruce of Lee. course, Bruce. Yeah, I like, but, uh, but I Secret like Rivals won. Yeah. yeah, Secret Rivals won. Oh, Thor Zero throwing out Junkerman. Okay, okay. Another classic. Oh, Corey Yen's in that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, those man. Now it was funny though. You gonna laugh? You you, you can see when they do the stunt doubles. No, that was back then when the, when the stunt devil differential was a little. Different. Sometimes they bring the little guy in to do the flips. Oh my god! I'm like, yeah. damn, he got shot with the time to do the flips. But with the actual kicking and the martial, beautiful, beautiful stuff. I'm trying to I'm trying to find this this movie. It's this guy. Mm. It's not really a a kung fu movie. This is mm. we're going on such a tangent here. Um, no, you mentioned it's, Blade, so I fell down a rabbit hole, and somebody said Blade Two is directed by Guillermo del Toro. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, it is. I did not know yeah, that. It is. Yeah. Blade, Blade One's amazing. amazing. Blade Two, yeah. Blade One and Two, Three was. I, I mean, love still. Blade Two, and Donnie Yen's in Blade Two. But there's Donnie a movie. Yen. It's uh, called. Uh, uh, it's not Hard Target, but it has ooh. like kind of a name like that. Okay, I do remember Hard Target with uh, Jean. Yeah, yeah. I, I unfortunately ooh. that that name comes to mind. It's not that movie. Um. Counter, it's not Counter Strike or like Counterpoint or something like that. I'm trying to think. It's not Flashpoint with Donnie mm-hmm. Yen. That movie is also amazing, um, mm-hmm. fight wise. But it's 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 not a kung fu movie, which is also yeah. off topic. Um, whatever it is it's a good fight movie. But it's about yeah, like yeah. a guy that kind of goes into underground fighting. Mm. Uh, maybe it'll, maybe it'll pop up like in okay. a couple minutes. Um, yeah. but yeah, definitely. Those are the classics, man. Those are the classics. I got I got That's tons awesome. of tapes like that. I'll watch that stuff all the time. We used to buy those all the time. We used to go down to Chinatown. We used to buy the stuff in New York all the time, man. Just whatever you, knew, you knew once you saw it, it's like, I can't get this anywhere else. I need to get exactly. it right now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah man. Good stuff. We can talk with him for days, man. We gotta, yeah, I got to let you. We got to let, we gotta let this man go because we'll be here for four hours. No, that dog finally went to sleep, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, but yeah, man. Okay. I, I love, yeah, Getty. Oh no, I just like pulled my headphone cord out. Oh, okay. No, like yeah, like I'll. Just, I need to put something in front of this episode. I was like, we talked about mostly not Destiny the entire time. Yeah, we so. swear we talk about Destiny at least once. At least one time <laughs> we did did slightly touch the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it's like I'm just. Like huge movie buff, you'd mentioned Nicholas Holt, like now driving, and then like I watched the menu. Have you seen the menu? Great movie, yeah. Such I thought it was a weird. Like it's so hard to describe that. But someone's like, "What's it about?" I'm like, "I can't tell you." Yeah. Like I yeah. can, but I was like, because I feel it, like I give things away if I do. The story's so simple, and yeah. yeah. But I, I was like, but I've liked Nicholas Holt since like um. Like X Men and Beast and all that stuff. He's been growing up like I've liked to see. I know all the he's the beast. He, yeah, I've liked all, a lot of stuff that he's been in. He's and it's cool to hear that he's like just a good dude. So that's always nice. He's a great dude. Yeah, yeah. no complaints from him. Um, crazy show, but thank you. Um, let's see if we can not make it three years. Yes, yes. yes. Can't wait that we, long. We could. I mean, we could just like pencil in Those bonus DMs are movie. Open. Yeah, bonus movie episode. If you ever want to chat movies, we got we can fill in some I'm bonuses. Down. Yeah. No doubt. No, no. Um, 
Well, glad to hear things hopefully are turning leaves in the writers yeah. and screen actors and hopefully video games gets all worked out so everybody's a little we're more... We're crossing fingers. Monday, we'll get some developments. Nice. That's what we're hoping. Proper, right now. Properly compensated and not artificially generated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's your, yeah. Tag, there's your tagline for the whole strike right there. Someone's <laughs> got to put that on a picket sign. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, let them know... If you can talk to me about anything, if you can't talk about anything, which I don't even think you can, but, um, you know, no, I mean, where I, to I find you sure and can. what you got going on. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can reach me on uh, Twitter. Oh, people got to say X now. I still say Twitter. I don't even... I still say Twitter. Uh, Twitter, IRL Guardian um, uh is my my twitter handle uh or you can find me on instagram which is um uh numi dude n-e-w-m-i-e-b-0-0-d that's where you'll see all the stunt stuff and the things i make and maybe some dog pictures and videos in there um <laughs> and you can also find me on youtube and you can see some of my work there which is uh jay newman zero eight nine j-a-y-n-e-w-m-a-n uh zero eight nine um and that's it. And that's kind of like where I live. And yeah, I can't really recommend seeing me in Destiny because I don't know what I'll be back. Sorry. You just take a little break. You just take a little break. I'll that's take it a break. Yeah. A I'll let you be back. We'll check in when the final shape comes. For sure. The final shape. We'll put, put the links in the That'll chat. Be a good revisit post final shape. And be like, hey, how'd this 10 year saga end up for you? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Putting the joint asses doing And then we put the, uh, the YouTube, the J Newman joint. Up in there, so people can go check them out. Yeah. No doubt. We got you, bro. We got you. Yeah, man. Look, it was, a, it was a pleasure, man. Always good to catch up with you. Always fun, man. Just talking games. Yeah, I knew I had movies. to have Cognito here for this episode. There yeah, were some scheduling questions, man. and I'm like, I think we got to move things around a little bit. Yeah, I, I, I ain't missing this. Here. I know yeah. I travel. I got things going on. I, was like, I ain't missing this. Yeah. <laughs> we got to. No, we got to. This is great. <laughs> yeah, yeah this dope, is great. Man. Yeah, definitely. We won't wait three years for next time. We'll definitely get this popping. Good to see you, brother. Always pleasure. Love the work. Love what you're doing. Continue to shop. Hopefully everything works out on the back yeah. end with the whole, you know what I'm saying, what, what's going on, because we, we're definitely pulling for you guys, and you guys definitely need to be compensated and have a fair, you know, contractual stuff going on, because you guys do the movies and the things that we love, man, and we, we need to see that. So always good to see you, brother. Thank you, man. Likewise, this was this was great, and just, just fun hanging out, chatting. This was okay. wonderful. No doubt. Well, it was definitely our pleasure. Um, Me, yeah, I'm working on other games and still guides for Destiny and keeping up with the week. It does seem like Destiny is going to have the big story something next week, like whatever the end of this seven-week set of triumphs. So something big is going to happen. I don't know if Eris is going to, you know, hit 9,000 power level of what she's going to do, but we're going to find out what happens, I guess. It's Um, crazy. Story's getting crazy right now. I'm liking it right now. And then we're not far from October, so the list of games of Assassin's Creed Mirage, Forza, Super Mario Wonder, which is getting interestingly high remark. Not shocking, it's Nintendo and Mario, mm-hmm. but like could be a very, very good one. Spider-Man mm-hmm. and Batman. Alan Wake. And I'm like, yeah. man, <laughs> I yeah, can't bro, keep up. I got so. Phantom Liberty to get this weekend. Yeah, so that, much, so many games, bro. Dropped, so many uh, games. November and December is when we're going to play them all, because I don't know if a whole lot going on then besides Avatar. So, yeah. Um, yeah, be busy playing, and I got family in town this weekend, so I even have a little less time. So beautiful. Um, seriously though, thank you, James, for being our guest tonight. It was an absolute pleasure. I could talk your ear off probably 
as long as Cog could, but about very different topics. I think. Yeah, we would, we would hit you from. Both sides. Matter, you got right? different tangent chambers. Like I got yeah. the martial oh, arts chamber good. with him, no, it's, it's and so then good. you got the like the movie, the classic, like this. Cha- uh, and he's he's been all the worlds. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And we got it's, him for gaming. I, I, like, I have like, so many curiosities yeah. about the world of Hollywood and stuff. Like it would never end. So I'm just. It's good we have a time limit. I would never yeah. shut up. So. As long as the people listening got a kick out of it. <laughs> oh yeah. If you guys had fun, if you made it to the end of this one, you're a fan of the show. That's all exactly. I yeah. Well, fans. for episode number 266, let's not wait for episode number God, what is yeah. 400? Three, probably something like to get you on here. Yeah. Yeah. Someone will do the math. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 410 or something, uh, to get you on. But for this episode, it has been the last, the last word. word.